Hi guys, and welcome back to episode number 71 of the Couch on Ice podcast. I'm your host, Rylan, and before we introduce the boys, or the games, I should say, not the boys, uh, I'll introduce the boys. How about I throw it over to Chase? How's it going this week, Chase? Oh, not too shabby, not too shabby. Hitting that ODR still? Oh god, no, actually, I actually haven't gotten in a bit. I haven't gotten a bit? Obviously, well, it was a little rough. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yesterday. Mad wind. It like, dropped to like minus 30 in a matter of a day. That was. Yeah, yeah man. Like the we... whole like roads were like closed and like all of mm-hmm. Saskatchewan, technically. It was bad. It Not was that that so stops bad. anybody. No. We, uh, we live in like a small town just out of Saskatoon. And um, we were driving to DQ because we were going to go into a city. It was Kennedy's birthday for supper. But we couldn't mm. even, I couldn't see the lights a block away, like the street oh, yeah. lights. It was yeah. that bad and foggy and blowing snow. So we went to DQ and oh my God, like I- I've never been more uncomfortable driving in a town or city in my life than <laughs> how much snow was in there. Like it was insane. Um, happily, it didn't last long. <laughs> That's for sure. But at least we, mm-hmm. we got our ice cream cake. So we were good. <laughs> That's what you need, man. That's oh, what we need. Yeah, we got ice cream cake and some some food from DQ, yeah, and a, we're just chilling. People that visit Canada say they're just like, man, the ice cream and like DQ is definitely something you miss, and like, oh really? It's not there. And, like, is it like it's not like the same? Uh, it must not be or something. Like our, our blizzards or whatever the heck we it's got like, going it's on. It's like going to the states as a kid and like I want an iced yeah. tea, and then realizing it literally means <laughs> iced tea. <laughs> yeah, that's the weirdest not, thing on not it. Not sweet tea. <laughs> like, oh, that yeah. used to piss me off so much as a kid. <laughs> My parents used to have to like lecture me every time we were going like, remember, don't get the sweet tea because we don't want to hear you bitching about it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, But how about I throw it over to Jordan? What are you up to this week, Jordan? Um, Just getting things in order. Getting things in order. You got a puppy. Uh, Don't think you announced to the podcast at home waiting for you. Back home. It's a big old husky named Jasper. Oh, Hussie's a nice. best, man. Yeah, a I big love. fucker. Have <laughs> me and met him yet. Love, love, love Huskies, man. They're so Yeah, cool. oh, yeah. Matt, do you remember Old Sketch? Dude. You remember Sketch? I was dude. just about to say, you remember yeah, Sketch? Sketch was the best. He's, he is the Husky that I'm talking about. She is yeah, the greatest she was the dog best. on earth. Love and her. he's dead. <laughs> she, yeah, she is best. Um, yeah, hey, that's okay. I was always the one that said he, so. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Like, yeah, like, when I was young, like, for all the time. Until... Uh, I'm pretty I... sure when I was a kid, I called every dog a he. <laughs> <laughs> probably until, like, probably called every. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey. Uh, but enough of dog talk. Should we dive into some hockey games that we watched? Yeah. Cool. I will throw it over to you, Jordan, and you can kick us off with your quick rips. Um... Well, I, I let's get the elephant out of the room. Colorado. <laughs> they they had a home winning streak of 18 games, which I believe set an NHL record. Uh, Close to, I don't think quite. Or fifth longest, sorry. The fifth Just, longest. Yeah, it was like tied with Boston or something. Yep. Yeah. Um, they lost to Arizona in a shootout. Mm. Three to mm. two. L. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was definitely an unlucky game for the Abs. Um, I think they hit the post twice. 
uh, Arizona didn't really score the nicest of goals. They were a bit <laughs> fluky. Yeah. But one thing, one good thing for the uh, Avs, they still haven't lost in regulation time in at least two months. That's that's still pretty impressive. <laughs> right? That's Holy shit. <laughs> that's a yep. really good stat. Yeah, um, yeah. That's Did not insane. expect the old y- Yiotis to uh, pull that one. Old away. Wedgwood, hey buddy. Yeah, Wedgwood yeah. had an unbelievable game. Well, that's the only position where the Coyotes have strength right now. Apparently, is goaltending. Yeah, no like shit. Wedgwood yeah. and Vejmelka are better than Montreal's goaltending, Seattle's goaltending, like Buffalo, like a lot of teams. Speaking of goaltending, let's talk about the Caps and Pittsburgh game a little bit before Ryland goes more into it later. <laughs> uh, the Capitals won in overtime. Yeah, overtime. Which doesn't happen very often. Uh, <laughs> no. The only thing I'll say about it that I wanted to bring up is Samsonov stopped 43 of 45 shots, which is a 9.56 save percentage. Yep. He faced 33 <laughs> shots at even strength. He w- looked elite. That is the Samsonov. That oh, yeah. I- I'll get into the game and go in depth because there's a lot yeah. to talk about this game. This is yeah, this is one does. of the best games of the year, honestly. Yeah. Like, it was competitive. It was fast. Whole game, 60 minutes. It went to overtime. Two of the best rivals in the East. Like, everything yeah, you could no, ask for almost. Unreal. The only thing you could ask for in this game that didn't happen was the two big dogs scoring. But they set yeah. up shit, so who cared? <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, we'll get into that. So do I continue with any of your other quick rips? Or if you have another one? Yeah, the only other one I got is just... I just wanted to say we have been talking shit on Mitch Marner, so I might as well bring up the fact that he got four points, two goals, two assists against uh, a oh, nice. 7-1 win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which, can I piggyback um, off of that with a quick rip? Because, yeah, absolutely. I feel you, dog. We've been yeah, kind of... I just wanted to give a shout-out to Marner because <laughs> I feel like we've been... We and other people, everyone this season's been yeah. watching, but this was yeah. definitely a game. Yeah, enough. exactly. To the old sticky Maple Leafs, hey, like, ever since I snubbed Marner on that All-Star team, he's, he's just gotten a goal. Up. Like, got one power play goal over the last, like, year or whatever. And, uh, yeah, he now has... Goals in seven straight games with that two goal and two assist night performance. Yes, and on Tuesday, um, yeah. So you could say he's already on next year's All Star team for me. So I have a question. Pretty, this might be. A, I, have a, I have a Marner question, and now this is a very specific type of question. It's gonna sound like no, no, right off the bat. But I guess I think about it for bad. a second. Um, just I one should... sec. Let me ask this. <laughs> Uh, Marner is Marner a top five scorer in the NHL? Pure score, no. Take away everything else out of the game. Take away like skating ability and stuff. Just getting points. No. Is like he a top score, five, like, top goal, ten? Goals? No, no. Goals? Points, points, just points, points. Just yeah, points. I can see that. Okay, points. Do you, yes. Do you think he is yes. top five, top ten now? Um, with the ways probably right now. And if I'm, he keeps this up, because this is something that I like. Yeah, he needs to play like this more. Yeah, like, absolutely. Because that's why I snubbed him more or less. Again, other reason I guess I snubbed him on the All Star break. Because man, you can do better and you can be better. And if you can see this, I think he can be. I've compared him to Kane. I think he can be. Yeah, we know how that type of guy. So, um, yeah. When he, what did I? When we did that stupid uh, Marner trade to 
Seattle. I was just it, it kind of clicked in me that that's like a perfect uh, Jonathan Taze Kane sort of situation with Matt Beniers and Marner. So yep. I, I do think that I do think he is like a top at least ten uh, point getter in the league from like now on because yeah. like he's basically almost done it, um, or at least definitely showing flashes. Yeah, exactly. And that, see too many kids ex- get over a point per game, right? Well, here I'll, I'll just here's why I brought it up. So since 2017, Mitch Marner is 11th in scoring, and in 147 games since 2017, he's got 171 points. That's from his second year to now. Like that's insane, <laughs> like ridiculous. I know there's obviously like the McDavid, the Leon, and stuff up top, the big dogs. But man, I just, mm-hmm. I just, well, I thought I'd ask because he is a pure scorer, and I know a lot of other intangibles like Mark Stone. You're gonna want over a Mitch Marner because of the other stuff he brings. But yeah. just wanted to ask it the is, question. It has been three straight seasons of over a point per game, yeah. which is, which is just insane. Actually, mind blowing. Is insane for one a winger. So a winger, it's not like I shouldn't say it is not as easy as a winger, but like and elite the Leafs have a lot of pressure on them. Yeah, point per game as mm-hmm. a twenty year old to twenty three, twenty four year old in Toronto is pretty impressive. So thought I'd just ask the question. Sorry to cut you off uh with what you're about to say, but you No, can... that's basically like I was just kinda like what my my point was there. That's that's what I was gonna say anyways, because it's he just I think he can be this guy. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, he definitely can I want can to be. be this guy before I can like dub him an all-star, and it's nice to see him doing it. And I'm just seeing now like Kane one, two, three, four, five times, six maybe or so, that he's gotten over a point per game. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, like, you gotta that's get over to his level. whole career. Like, Marner's three seasons away from doing it, and like, there's mm-hmm. no way he doesn't. When you yep. have a guy like Matthews that can score, like he's a hundred percent in the top ten. I Even think. Tavares, really, really, so like really he can play with it. Tavares, and he'd probably get eighty-two points. Easy, yeah, yeah no doubt. So, I, yeah, no, um, it's just thought so. I bring up by ask. Anyways, uh, is, that's all your quick rips, Jordan. Yeah, I got. That's all I got. Okay, cool. I will throw it over to Chase, and Chase, you can mm. throw in a couple of your. Quick mm-hmm. Okay, hit you, hit you hard here, boys. Let's take you into the pizza box. Where the ducks are looking at the wings here. Pop into the second period as getting the craving is smoking Nick Letty as he <laughs> left the game early. I don't know if you know Jay Cutler. Back in the day, they were always like smoking Jay Cut. <laughs> like smoking in the offseason or something. Yeah. Like yeah. And I'm calling, I am dubbing Nick Letty the next smoking Nick Letty because. <laughs> You guys just hanging out smoking darts back there. Um, uh, like in I the said, shower. <laughs> in the yeah, shower. Like I said, the guy just left halfway through the game. Probably got a craving smoking some darts or something. So <laughs> he gives the dance floor to Jordan Osterley as, once again, no DeKaiser in the lineup. Oh, so good. And I've never seen you, like, be so hard for the wings <laughs> since they've been bad since DeKaiser's been out. <laughs> You're Dude, like, I'll so actually like, watch you guys' like, games now. DeKaiser's yeah. not there. Oh, it's a bow tie. Well, it's a sick match. I've got the rookie matchup here, Ducks and Absolutely. Wings. But uh, it was all meant to be as Osterley scores the OT winner. Um, first guy out and hugging him is Cider. He's just 
yeah. raving inside don't leave me don't <laughs> make me play with the guy again. yeah Please. honestly oh, so good yeah osterly played tw- almost 25 minutes 24 that's 30, insane obviously because he's really of good the letty injury oh yeah. he's way better like his he's so good quick he can skate quickly and stuff. i love osterly. like a dumbass like, he's such a good two-way more defensive yeah, minded man. probably but yeah, it's man. Good, man. Yeah. No, he's way <laughs> better than the Kaiser, and I he hope is. we just. I, I hope probably the, better than Letty I, too. I hope the idea was to like uh, go. Oh, uh, you know what? I'll get into it later. Yeah. Um, actually, well, are you still the Kaiser? I hope the plan was to play him the first half and see if he could do better or be better or something. Right. And I hope they move on, and the second half is like yeah, very nice, limited. Eh? They got but, to if they're realizing it now, like finally. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, uh, like, it's and painful. to piggyback on your wings just for a half a second, uh, I just want to agree with you and what you said last podcast is you brought up wings fans on Twitter. Guess what I found on Twitter oh, all this dude. week? Wings fans like, oh, you're crazy if you think Raymond's not the best player and the best rookie. It's like, shut the fuck up. Nobody Raymond. cares. Yeah. As <laughs> like a, first of like all, you got the wrong Red Wing. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit, hey. Like, let's exactly. Let's get to that. It's so right stupid. There. I'm, so, I'm just so frustrated <laughs> with these fans. Like, Red Wing fans suck on Twitter. <laughs> Exactly. Screw Raymond and Zegris. Like Anton Lundell instantly yeah, proves what I brought up last last uh, episode. Uh, the reason he is a rookie all star in that starting lineup we created. Uh, yeah, got five assists in that yeah. night, man. Like, yeah, I know. He's ridiculous. Jesus, what a boss. Um, what a th- oh, what a three oh, punch for Florida. Right. Like that that forward group is it, it's starting it's to look dynamic. better. It's better than Tampa. And Colorado, mm-hmm. like it is, like their defense offensive capability isn't, but like from their the high end. Well, maybe, I don't know. But... I think their offensive capability is better because they have three lines that can come at you. Like they got that Marchment. Like who cares? I'm talking about defense. On the, I'm talking about the back end uh, as oh, much as Colorado. I was yeah, I was just letting that Colorado. What do you mean they got your boy? They got the boy Gustav Forsling. He's <laughs> I'm saying there. that I'm saying that they're a better forward <laughs> offense than Colorado and Tampa, maybe, but defensive offense is probably better still in okay, I heard that. Colorado and Tampa. Bye yeah, bye. yeah. Um, that's just the all but, point I was trying to get across. But this Florida, <laughs> for, their forward group is insane. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Reinhardt, I think, got like a hat trick and an assist. Yeah. And well, while I you're on it, do you want to dive in? Like I said, who cares about uh, any of those guys? Mason Marchman. Ball and yeah. tall like Yao Ming, getting two goals and four assists. Like give the Which guy which ties a, a franchise record for most points in a game by a Florida Panther. Yeah, hey, like also wow. worth noting that if you can get Mason Marchment to score six points, you will get a full attendance for the first time in your franchise history. Nice, nice. <laughs> As they have been packed, Florida, this past yeah, month. Man. But they have also scored, I believe, 70 goals this month. <laughs> this month. <laughs> Holy shit. So dude. just a couple stat Florida stats for you. Yeah, no, that's that was an insanely fun game to watch, that yeah. is for sure. That was just nuts. Uh that Washington Caps game was on. There was a Rangers uh geez, what was that Rangers game? I already lost it my head uh what was that rangers game? Uh, I, I, why can't i think of it there I was a tampa exactly. san jose game 
Yeah, that was so well, good too. Rangers, like, Rangers Panthers. Wanted, yeah, it was the Rangers beating the Panthers. 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 Yeah, my God. See, yeah, I was talking about the Panthers. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Right. Anyways, I'll move on. I got uh got another one here. Um, what else do I got? Let's take you to the country. Get you a little Texas in here. Uh, Joel Hanley throws a changeup on Markstrom as his shot tips and flutters flutters up. Marshall loses it and it squeezes through his five hole. You notice right at the end, it was hilarious. Um, Mark's from looking for another changeup apparently on the next one as he just completely misses uh, Jason Robertson's shot, which yeah, really seems a pretty, pretty, pretty easy save for the, him. That, that's for sure. But then he gets pulled. Win, though? Yeah, yeah, just he, he pulled. got pulled. He got pulled yeah, after then Ben's he gets goal. pulled for uh, Darth Vader. And cue the Star Wars music, boys. Because they the... just walk <laughs> in and just drop these guys to their knees. Like, He's what an unreal backups in the entire league this season. Yeah, especially I... for like a solid goalie. I so, would say that. Chase, when he comes when... in, he's so sad. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. When did oh when did uh Vladar come into the game? Roughly like third period. Third period. In the third period. Okay. Yeah, the, I think just Markstrom let... went into the. He had to have gone into the intermission and said, "Like guys, like I'm yeah. gonna let another goal in, like straight up. I will." Nope. Like, I, that I just wanted to bring that up because a time frame. Because guess how many saves he made, which is where I'm kind of poking at Dallas. Uh, he only had to make five saves. The fact that Dallas had five shots in that third period and lost, it's all on them. Hundred <laughs> percent Dallas's fault. They lost. Yeah, no, they definitely just let this get away, um, especially at home. That's big time, pretty, big pretty, time. A new goalie comes in third period. Like, you're you're winning three one. Like, you don't want to go out and pepper that goalie. Like that's you need to do. Like that's what every coach says when a goalie makes change and they make five shots. It's not okay. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No. Now they're definitely having a little trouble with these a uh, little more upper echelon teams um this was a good game I, yeah. definitely for like the first oh yeah it was a good game two periods and such like that but like i said with marks i'm like it probably should have been one one going into the <laughs> yeah going into the third period instead of three one so um deservedly so in a sense that uh calgary won that game uh but yeah like they lost to uh, stars lost to the capitals five one recently and then they beat the bruins six one and then they just give up that one and with the flames it's a little strange classic stars hey just yeah absolutely very classic showing stars up when they to just want show to. up half the time and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. half care uh, <laughs> yeah yeah um i got one more one more the no, old headman like a hawk gliding through the air just hanging out cutting across the slot waiting for the screen and just places that puck in the net doesn't even shoot it it looked like he just yeah. was wait just waited it in there hardly hardly even shot it it was just unreal like i was yeah. kind of ripping this guy a while back about there being another level he can play offensively and like he's really <laughs> showing me that lately yeah <laughs> man you gotta stop you gotta start calling out just the wings team so you can get some more wins like everyone yeah, you call no, out's no. been dynamite <laughs> No shit, no shit. Actually, this podcast this year has been really bad for calling out players when they were struggling to just being like, yeah, fuck you. We're going to be good. Jordan. <laughs> Jordan's got Chris Kreider. I've got Pierre Angball. <laughs> Chase yeah. has got 
everyone else. Well, once I once I bring up anybody that like isn't doing like so much, they just instantly start fucking doing shit. So if it's you're like, underwhelming. Oh, like, way to go. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, hey. Uh, but Why yeah, are the Flyers he, still bad then? We talk about them being bad all the time. That's true. I gave up on the Flyers. They <laughs> yeah. actually just fell apart. Like, they fell apart worse. Happened. Yeah. Like, so, holy shit. Oh. Actually, hey, there's still hope. Like, there's still going, hope. They can go for that nine and one uh, streak like they did. So, like, yeah. Well, I'll small. get into the Flyers in a second. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. That's all I got. That's all you got. Cool. Uh, literally in a second then, because I'm going to talk about the Flyers and Jets game. Uh, funny enough, we're not going to make fun of the Flyers as they won 3-1 to one against the Jets. And, mm-hmm. man, this Jets team is frustrating. It's so frustrating to look at this team. Look at how they're built. They're a very well-built team. They got a great one-two center punch, which is pretty much playoff money um, formula. Like, And you got a good goalie. Like, I, I, pff, I don't know. They straight. They straight up just didn't play Comrie for some reason. Yeah. Like, he played so good the last game, he I think. He was. He was so good. Can I tell you guys Connor Hellebuck's record for a second? No, I don't want to hear it because it's probably bad. But go 14, <laughs> 15, and 6. Yeah. He's that not... is a, that's unacceptable for a goalie of that caliber of what he can do. Like, yeah. Completely unacceptable for him. Yeah. And and I don't yeah, mean no, to have he's... such high expectations, but when you go three years being a Vesna literally yeah, named no, the second best goalie in the nhl he's doing weird stuff man i remember the one capitals game where Kuzi had the puck and he was getting pressured and he it was like a three on three and what he did was wrap around the net and for some reason halibut goes to poke at his stick yeah like the guy's all over him but he's yeah. like protecting the net and then he goes pokes at his stick well then what does Kuzi do well he's going around puts, the net puts in the so net. you're already out of position passing yeah, the, the guy shot in it like it's simple what do you what are you yeah. doing, man? Like you're just literally trying to. Yeah, do I don't more. know. It yeah, seems like... like he's on autopilot right now, and yeah, it does. He needs to turn that off fast. Um, here, Chase, start ripping on Hellebuck. Maybe he'll win the Besna. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was worried about this guy. I didn't think he was going to have a great season this year, but I don't. I think wonder. This is underwhelming. This no, is like... I thought he would be good. I didn't think he'd be like the best top five goalie, maybe, or top three, but like. Probably be way better than this. Um, no but shit. To, to add, Kyle Connor did score his 25th goal, keep scoring, and Cole Perfetti assisted it. So, some good Daddy, things. And then to say some good things about the Flyers, I'll dive deeper a little bit later, but Carter Hart uh, needs more credit for what he's doing in Philly because they flip flopped from last year. Last year, the team was decent, but he was kind of useless. This year, he's been fantastic, but this team is awful like completely useless so i want to give a hats out a good win for him he shut the door only let in one and has been good all year so had to point him out now jumping back to the leafs a little bit jordan kind of mentioned a little bit so i'm gonna talk about their back-to-back game against the devils both nights first game the Leafs played they beat them six to four and kind of just walked them (laughs) austin matthews got a hat trick and this New Jersey team is just not ready. Is that fair to say? 
Um, yeah, too young. Not yeah, good. like there's a couple guys. Like I was actually just saying to Jordan before the podcast, I was looking at uh, Heisher's defensive numbers, and he's been one of the best defensive centers in the league, actually. Um, yeah, man. dude, Heisher's unreal, dude. Like unreal. He's yeah. just not getting lots of points, and his team's and, just and which not is fine. Good. Yeah, and that happens. So I just wanted to throw him out there. He's having a pretty good year, um, defensively at least. And then they played great for the first. They played good the first period. Third period, like oh my goodness. Yeah, and then they they carried it to the next game as well because the next night they played a back to back against each other and Leafs win seven to one, like absolutely dismantled this team all over Instagram, Twitter, no matter what it was hockey fans ripping on this new jersey team so i feel like they're probably sad right now after their past couple nights and are probably down in a bottle right now so just wanted to shout them out and it will get better <laughs> eventually eventually yeah better. everybody on your team's under 23 so <laughs> yeah uh i got one more game to talk about pretty much. i guess i could do another one if you guys want me to but the big one i want to talk about is the oilers senators game uh, this one went to overtime. Another game uh, Edmonton needs to win. Another game they put in Koskinen. Another game they lose. Uh, Ottawa wins 3-2 in OT there. Matt Murray's starting again. And this guy has been awesome since coming in the NA- a- coming back from the AHL. And I know well, we, we did our awards last week. And we skipped one because it's not hockey-related as much. But I think... We pretty much just listed who wins the Bill Masterton, hey? Yeah. For wow, like comeback. Comeback player. Uh, if he continues yeah, this and it is an NHL goalie and it shows they still worth a contract and at least a 1A or something, like, yeah, like, why not? Like, unless he lets in eight goals a game for the rest of the year, pretty much, like. Yeah, he's probably the best guy for it. I don't know. Is there another name you guys think over him? I just want to bring up him. For uh, I haven't really thought about the random yeah. guys that were not around I, last year. Or exactly. Something. Uh, yeah. I, I, right now, I think he's leading. I mean, I'm totally ready to be proven wrong. If you want to tweet it at me or whatever, then at the Couch on Ice, then do it. I then correct me, but um no i just want to bring it up and then obviously bringing up the fact that oilers lose that was my main point koskinen losing another game letting in three goals on 31 shots i am really really worried about edmonton like i know people were there like weeks ago and we're kind of just getting to it now but they can't even beat ottawa guys like i know ottawa has been playing better it's just <laughs> this looks bad this looks really bad and they need a goalie like if not a goalie to just to not place Koskinen honestly like it's I don't know I genuinely don't know what the answer is I wonder if getting someone cheap like Wedgwood or if you were healthy like a Malcolm Subban would have been worth it but like yeah just had to bring up the fact that Oilers lost again and they don't have many losses left before they're kind of pushed themselves out. Yeah, it was an OT loss at least. It was an OT loss. I'm just saying it's a team you don't lose to. That's a that's a win. Yeah. Especially oh, yeah, no, you said their schedule. I'm I'm also picking piggybacking on your future watch of their being oh, worse yeah, schedule. No, and you lose this game. Like this was the exact game Chase said they can't lose. They lost it. 
overtime or not, they lost it. Like if you start cheering for mercy points all the time, you're never going to mm-hmm. get anywhere. You can do it here and there when you have a shitty game, but like you can't do it all the time. So had to bring up them and just, yeah. Behind yeah, the it doesn't ball. get easier. Further behind the eight ball. Yeah, more losses, the further you're behind you are. It's as simple as that. So, um, and yeah, that's all I got for the quick rip games. Uh, should we transition into our in-depth review of game quick? And sure. I'll piggyback off that right away, and I'll just do the Washington-Pittsburgh game. We kind of buried, buried it earlier, the lead. So let's talk about how awesome this game was, and start off with the score Washington won in overtime four to three like Jordan mentioned uh like he said they hardly ever do but Orlov decided I want to win today <laughs> and he did what a snipe yeah but let's start at the start of the game where very interesting start of the game as Pittsburgh gets a power play right away and what do you know Nick Dowd's on a breakaway and scores <laughs> Great, great start for Pittsburgh. I was like, shit. <laughs> and then not five seconds later, Gino snipes one on Vanacek. I'm like, oh, great. Um, and then a whole bunch, like, I, I can't remember when he got pulled, if it was right after the first goal or the second goal, Vanacek. I think it was after the first one. And Yeah, it was after the first one, dude. It was yeah, the it was, most rattling thing. I was yeah. Like, the game, and I was like, rattling. That was the best for, like, thing they ever did. Game, I'm like, since when did Samson go in? Because, like, dude, I yeah. put him in my lineup, in my fantasy lineup. Because yep. I took him in. I put him in over Bobrovsky because Bobrovsky plays, like, no games right. after the All-Star break. And I was just shitting bricks. I'm like, man, this might not go well. I might get, like, one start out of this. Yeah. And, yeah. I got, I'm real happy about <laughs> Yeah, Kenny Kane started the game, but he went down in the first injured. Yeah, it, it oh, seems. Really? It was sort of in it. Yeah, Kapanen flew into him. He was flying, Captain, and he got hit, oh, sort of. that's and, why yeah. he left. That's why, yeah. That. I didn't even click in. Hilarious. But know what? <laughs> that was the best thing that ever happened because <sighs> Samson was fantastic after. Um, but the goal I have to talk about in depth is Brian Rust's first goal, that power play goal. Mm-hmm. We danced around you passing the puck until all your players skated out of your own zone on that power play until we scored. Like that's how bad we burned you guys on that, and I like I they do it once every like fifteen games Pittsburgh where they make this incredible passing play, and it all started when Malkin got decked at the blue line by Tom Wilson, but as he's in the air being hit, he shot the puck in the zone that was just on the blue line, and then they made a beautiful passing play with like Malkin, Rust, Gensel, Tang, just everyone and. Just perfect mm-hmm. goal. So I was just so happy after scoring that. And then it wouldn't be fair if I didn't talk about another great goal back for Washington. So I'm going to skip ahead to that Daniel Sprong goal. Man, nice. there's a couple of things. Off the start, Sprong was struggling. He got a lot of penalties in that game. Like I think he got like two or three penalties in early <laughs> and not good ones either. They were like trippings, high sticks, stuff like that. So, um, But that goal, I was like, wow, I... Kind of wish we still had him on our third line to score some goals. Um, he's yeah, it was really hilarious. Good. He just completely annihilated Tom yeah. Wilson after that goal. That was yeah. hilarious. Oh, yeah. Of course, that just rocks Tom It was so amazing, man. <laughs> Loved it. So, it. so, what a great goal for Sprung. And just back and forth constantly. The hits were flying. Everyone was hitting. Everyone was trying to score. Mike Matheson played awesome. He didn't get a point or score, but... He looked like he was ready to score. So 
lots of guys where I'm just a great, great game. Um, most enjoyable loss I've watched the Penguins have this year, for sure, is what I will say. So, uh, yeah, that's my nine shots um, on goal, Rusty. Oh, yeah, Christ. yeah, oh yeah. Himself. I should probably bring up Russ too. The fact that he had uh, two goals and has like twenty seven points this month or something. <laughs> I read. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. Annihilation. Uh, yeah, three power play goals for Pittsburgh as well, which was pretty awesome because our power play was pretty dog dicked for a while but yeah that's all i got for this game um every single person on each team probably had i could probably say had a good game which doesn't happen often so yeah no that's the game everybody shows up to a nice yes. to see the depth do what it did in that game even though it didn't come up on the score sheet as much as i kind of yeah. thought it would other than like well Nick oh, goal there. man it, and, I, uh, that's exactly yeah. where i was leaning washington your guys's fourth line there is is so good i love yeah. that line Dowd hathaway like not quite as much as i love my mcginn bluger and ass and reese line but like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's fucking one. good too man like this these are two of the best depth lines i've seen in the nhl um yeah. Just for everything involved, too. Defense, offense. Uh, just tra- creating, transition, whatever it is. So well, good. Yeah, so I would have thought Garnet Hathaway this year would become an elite sniper. Yeah, exactly. Hey, like, who would have thought your fourth line would actually get you potentially cool. 30, 25, 30 goals this year? Like, that's amazing yeah. if your third, fourth line can score that many between them. Yeah, certainly. So, yeah, what a year. What a year for you guys and continue uh what do you guys got for an in-depth game who wants to go next i'll go with mine all right jordan what do you got for us uh i've got buffalo and vegas this is the first time since 2020 that buffalo plays vegas really interesting and Um, this is the first time playing since the trade obviously too yeah exactly yeah actually look return as well as I will spoil the result, 5-2 for Vegas. It's their mm-hmm. 200th win in franchise history. Nice. Oh, what? Cool, cool. Yeah. I was actually looking at uh, Vegas' schedule, and I think it was like March 10th or something like that is the uh, Buffalo-Vegas game. So, like, Eichel might actually play that would be amazing. his first game or one of his first games with the Knights against Buffalo. Put that note down. He's probably for... going to be back this month, it yeah. sounds like. Sounds, or at the end of this month, seemingly. Yeah, yeah, it was like halfway through this month they said he's about a month away. So, like, he's not that far behind. He's about a month, half a month away. Seemingly, mm-hmm. as long as there's no setbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'd be cool if he be ends up playing against the Sabres. Absolutely. But how did the players actually playing in that trade do, Jordan? I mean, Tuck bagged himself a goal. Yeah. Um, which is definitely something to say, especially when you're four nothing down late in the second. Yeah, he is everywhere for that team too. Yeah. Fuck, he flies everywhere. Loves playing for them, and I didn't think it anyone was could be definitely a Vegas night though. I, I Vegas was the team to watch. Absolutely, um, as they typically are. Right, like Marcheso bagged his twentieth goal this season on the power play. Not his 20th on the power play, but his yeah, 20th. Yeah, 20th goal. That's crazy. He's already hit 20. Power play. I love yeah. Marcia, so um, He's like one of my favorite players. <laughs> he's Brett just so Howden, good. surprisingly, was somebody that I had my eye on a lot. Nice. He 
good finally. He's, he's oh, yeah, had a goal in his last three games. Man, that yeah. guy's awesome. I love watching him. I love how I, I would. Lo- There's a couple moments where it seems like he forgets. It's not that he forgets he's playing hockey. It's just his brain isn't as fast as everyone else's, which I get because like neither is ours. Obviously, we or else we'd be in the NHL. But no, it's he's a very good, strong two way center. Yep. So good to see him actually on the score sheet for once. Yep. And Robin Leonard looked wicked good. Yeah, which is good because it's been a little bit of a shaky year. Um, yeah, not it's having the safety behind him and and Flurry has definitely not been the same. But obviously, this team is a wagon. So, what do you got yeah. to say about Buffalo? Anything good? Bad? I mean, obviously, like you know, they're gonna lose a lot of games like that. They're not the best team. Yeah, but some good things. Um... Some really bad things, even some things that Buffalo need to get rid of <laughs> it was just a really poor defensive night yeah that's like usually how is the lead that's a player i want to know about when you've got some depth guys scoring yeah. on you too right yeah that's fair how uh how is the did uh rasmus deline play because he started off the year as probably the worst defenseman in the nhl and has been very solid as uh probably halfway through the quarter mark of the season i guess yeah. um, he's been pretty it's good as of late so. he had a good game because i don't Absolutely. think anyone who gets five goals bagged on them is having a good game but um i wouldn't say like, he would, yeah he looked bad. was he, he creating if he was flying out there creating poking yeah, pucks away and stuff creating. if he was if he was noticeable in a team that loses then that usually means yeah. either was awful or pretty good <laughs> Yeah, he definitely likes having that Yoki Haru with him. Yes, he does not seem to play very good hockey unless he has him with them. Which is so. fine because Yoki Haru has been needing a home for a long time as well. Yeah, exactly. And that's so, a yeah. guy I thought would be a top four D man, a big, strong top four. Right well, you're D-man. wrong. He's a top two D man. He's a top two D man. Yeah, night almost. <laughs> I guess so. Hey, like I'm so happy. Yeah. I hope he sticks there. And has a home. I hope he can actually like do that because like if those two guys on? can grow together, like <laughs> yeah, then all you have to do is make a line with. Uh, you just need one more power. line with power, and you're good. You got your defense core for the next ten years, mm-hmm. eight years, whatever. Um, but yeah, no. Austin, do you got at least one to say about this game is um, to expand on Vegas winning their two hundred two hundredth win. They are the fastest team to 200 franchise wins. Yeah, I believe it. They I'm did not surprised it in one 337 bit. games. They won 200 <laughs> of them. That's insane. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, good old Vegas. Love Regular yeah. season, of course. That doesn't in- include their uh, playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, let's not better. embarrass the whole league with the yeah, better exactly, playoffs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No kidding. Uh, is that all you got for us, Jordan, on yeah, your Vegas-Buffalo game? Cool. I'll throw it over to you then, Chase, and you can close out this in-depth review segment. Hell yeah. Um, I'm going to take her even deeper into that Wings-Ducks uh, game. The old pizza box, buddy. I was a God, I love when uh, you get matchups like that. Like I said earlier, just amazing matchups. Uh, just, we had two days off here, boys, and we had so much content and great hockey, actually, to to cover um really getting annoyed over the 10 12 games on at the start of the at six o'clock and 
<laughs> yeah. I only watched like one, two or three yeah, of no them. Kidding, like, hey. I remember the one day last Thursday, I think it was <laughs> just 10 or 12 games on. I don't know what happened in the first period of any of those games. <laughs> I was trying to watch anything and I couldn't. I just like was like, you, were, I don't you know ended up skipping channels more than watching <laughs> yeah, hockey. Exactly. Yeah, it was like, I don't know what's going on. Why I am usually, I trying? I want to watch like four or five games. I can't even watch like one. So <laughs> I usually just pick one. I have two TVs that I watch on. So I put two yeah, games so. on that I want to watch and then I watch on my phone. I'm like, scrolling looking at games interesting if one game gets too boring i switch it (laughs) that's what i do typically but yeah no i know what you mean especially when there's lots of games on it's hell yeah Um, no it's insane um but any hoot any and a hoedown yeah (laughs) let's start with larkin starting the game off in the first period getting his 23rd guys like that he's been lights out this year man. that is more than Pasternak, actually from what i understand i think he's got like 22 um wow so actual goal scorers don't have as many as he does or right he's right around there that's so i just i think that's so mind blowing. is an actual goal scorer this year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he is a 50 50 guy you know yep. like crosby and those guys that's yep. so sweet he's gonna get like 30 and 40 or yeah 30 and 50 or something like that for hopefully yeah, the foreseeable future uh, but yeah zadina zadina hooks him up with the pass little gustav Lindstrom. how you feeling about zadina lately man uh, he's looked a little bit better. Like the one thing Starting. I want to say about Zadina is like, dude, we've been we literally just said figure it out on the second line and gave him no help. This guy yeah. needs actual players to play with. We've been completely suffocating his growth the whole time we've had him, whether they like to think it or not. I know he's getting better two way and stuff like that, but I'm sure he would have done a lot more if you actually put him with Larkin and our talented players. Uh, more often than like almost not uh so that's what i have to say about that because it seemed like you know he played like a minute with more minutes or at least more time on the ice with a Better star players? line right yeah. yeah no it is that like he doesn't need more minutes he needs to play with better players um he played with like a oh, Fabry at a time when he was trying to play center or Valeno was in there. We didn't have a second line center last year. Um, so he's, those guys were doing the best themselves to get better. <clears throat> they weren't making players better around them. And that's what Zadina needs. He's the Caulfield. He's the guy, he's like the hangout guy, you know, he's yeah. not the, I create and do everything. No, like no, Larkin he's, he's or, I float know. around the net and I pot in anything that comes near me. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's... make a good pass, that sort of stuff. Exactly. He's not creating all the no. things. Um, watch Voracek, and that is not Zadina, you know? So, so yeah. Voracek, I think they're from, like, the same place, more or less, actually. That's kind of funny. But, yeah, hunts around making plays. Zadina's just not that guy. He needs to play with better players, and I, I want to see it happen, kind of, but we have Raymond now, so it's kind of hard to do so um but gustav lindstrom's the other guy i gotta bring up because he's been just downright awesome for us um i don't know why people keep talking about us trading for a right-handed d-man because you're all wrong we're not trading for a right-handed d-man we don't no, need one you, we have three three it's yeah. not like for the rest of time we will not need a right-handed d-man unless we plan on moving chronic like just get that through your head yeah and unless on. yeah as long as lundell continues this trend which looking good so far like you said yeah, yeah, the old not so Nick Lindstrom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, Lindstrom's. Uh, like I said earlier, Nick smoking Nick Letty got hurt. 
left the game. I'm not Probably sure what happened to old Nick Letty there. Yeah, he, he was weirdly a plus one in this game. Amazing. I mean, wow. must have played one shift and didn't make a breakout pass. <laughs> yeah, he must have been. Oh, he was a. Uh, he was probably changing when uh, Larkin <laughs> got that goal. Hey, Larkin's <laughs> so fast that he beat him changing to scoring. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So, right. Yeah, Larkin got like seven shots, um, goal and assist. Got an assist on the Osterly uh, OT winner. Um, yeah, no, this was a fun game, man. Ducks. Really good team. I, I I love this team almost as much as I love the Wings. Sometimes it's pretty pretty awesome. Zegers was good, but I didn't I didn't get too too much pop out of the Anaheim team. I kind of expected a little bit more in a sense, but yeah, it was kind of weird that it turned into being a hard fought game more than a well. I was thinking four goals, and then maybe to the OT and get a fifth goal, but. Just low scoring. Yeah. Odd that it was low scoring to me. Um, but that's just how it is. Like, Ducks got, <laughs> Ducks got 15 shots. Like, it's so weird. I don't know that's if we've so done weird. that. I don't think we've done that, like, ever. Like, all year. Like, this is. Held some of that few shots. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's so weird, man. That's um, hilarious. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, it was a game. <laughs> They've been flying, though, lately. I mean, they probably had a night off. You know? Yeah. Both teams have been playing pretty good. So, yes. Um, Another guy that I'd like to bring up for the Anaheim is that Josh Mahora playing like 22 minutes almost. Is I think that's actually... cool to see. This oh. game, yeah, this game he did. Nice. Like, it's pretty, pretty impressive for the young chap. I know he struggles to get time, and yeah, I know that's that Benoit's been pretty good too. So, oh, yeah, just just sweet to see. And the other guy that Sam Steele's been playing quite a bit, hey, like yeah. the last, like yeah. not on the ice, not getting a lot of time on ice, but he has been in the lineup making some impact. He's um, a, yeah, he's actually in the lineup more consistent, which I mean we expected this time too. Um, he's having a lot better season than than I. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, a Ronick like kicking. That was kind of funny. It was kind of cheesy, like. He was skating across the the slot, and he, like, I don't know. It seemed like he knew exactly what was going on, and he was just going to, like, put his skate there and do a cross cut. And yeah. Make it seem like he didn't mean to kick it at all, which, I don't know, it seemed like there was some pretty good intent towards <laughs> it. So I was sad that it was called called back, but in all reality, it, it, it made sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, Rackle, rack him up, get the old goal, the one Good goal for Raquel. the Ducks there. Um, Good Rackle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, the only other thing is I just love watching Cider just being nasty out there. God, he makes just oh, he's subtle so, he's such a good plays. skater. He's so fun to watch. Yeah, he's really yeah, good. Man. Just dangling people and stuff like you're a D man, <laughs> dude. What are you doing? He's <laughs> just like, well, uh, they gotta do everything, might as well. Between... Yeah, well, I can't pass it to my D man most of the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't pass to Danny because he's still in our yeah. zone. <laughs> yeah, I'll end off with uh, just please stop and keep not playing to Kaiser. Um, I think it's helping, I honestly do. <laughs> I think so, probably helping a lot, but. Nope, that's good. Is that all you got for your in-depth game? Indeed, yeah. yeah no, that's good enough. That's all I got for the old wings and ducks. 
Cool. Love watching the old Calder Calder race. Yeah, the Calder race and get everybody fans, all just everyone freaking on Twitter. Yeah, make everyone freak out on Twitter. Just just the best. <laughs> but should we dive into our under twenty four team segment? Yeah, sure. Cool. So we could do, uh, do that. I think we should probably start with Chase. Because you got the most info, obviously, and you yours will be way different to ours because you didn't pick anyone from the previous previous All Star teams you made, correct? Indeed, yeah. So I okay. kept all the rookies. Just, so, just to kind of yeah, jump in for half died. a second, um, I didn't do the same as mine as well, but because Jordan and I only did starting roster, I may have guys from your team. So keep that in mind. <laughs> I don't. I didn't. I, know. I don't know your team. So all your full teams so go ahead um yeah so yeah like you said um have some guys named on all-star teams already so i couldn't pick them uh but it actually kind of made me happy that i went with like guys like thomas shabbat and such like that because i'm gonna start her off with the ottawa line brady kachuk josh norris yep and drake batherson absolutely uh yeah Cannot put actually like I'll I'll squeeze it out like this is this is my top line guys I'm putting that as my starting lineup because I that's how good these guys have been on a team that's just Bad. horrendous they're the, they're the shining light yeah like, they are so important for this team um I know it's kind of weird to say that I'm putting them as my starting lineup because I, some of the next guys I'll be bringing up <laughs> uh but. Yeah, they're just way too good. Let me just pull up some stats here, boys. I'll bring up the other line as I do that that I have because I have two straight-up lines. Nice. Let's go to the Devils. Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, and Jesper Bratt. I have them yeah. as another line. So basically this 23-and-under team, we've got just the Ottawa Senators, the New Jersey Devils, and like... Yeah, it's that's half the team. Yeah, right there. No, for sure. <laughs> Pretty cool. A couple St. Louis Blues with uh, Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo. Uh, I got uh, Jason Robertson, old point per game yeah. sort of guy there. Uh, Clayton Keller, he's still that young. Um, and Pierre Luc Dubois uh, being in there, obviously, he's been. Pretty decent, uh, not exceptional. Honestly, I probably could have snuffed him for a couple other guys. Uh, but well, my last forward that I threw in here was the bagel, Brandon Hagel. So he just <laughs> thought he deserved the old yeah. uh, nod for yeah, being right. so unreal. But the guys I left out is probably the thing that I want to bring up most. Like, I don't have like Patrick Liney, I could have put on this team. Yeah. Elias Patterson, uh, Martin Nakis, and Nick cool. Suzuki. And the only reason I really took Liney off was because of how the Bagel's doing and the fact that he played a, a few less games and stuff like that, yep. basically. Um, Patterson's been a little underwhelming. Looks Very. like he's been getting back at it. Same with like Nakis, a little underwhelming. Slowly, Looks yeah. like he's getting back at it, but like. Um, you you who are you pushing out? Keller, Cairo, Brat, right? Like, no, <laughs> no, I know what you mean. And like, honestly, what Brandon Hagel's done on that team, there's 
Alex Debrinkat, and then there's like Brandon Hagel for that team. That's basically how it's been for their forward group. Um, But yeah, that's my forward forward group. Like, like you guys know, like I've brought up, like this Batherson's getting like a point per game. Josh Norris is like right there with them. Same with like Kachuk. Um, Oh yeah, you don't worry. I'm really not far off of what you got. Yeah, actually, Uh, I think it's exactly. Nico Heischer, like you brought up earlier, like this guy's a beast. He's got yeah. great uh, face-off percentage. And, Defensive uh, percentage is fantastic. Like it's all in the eighty percentage and up for yeah. all defensive stats, and which is great. His scoring stats are in like the fifties and sixties, but that's why people think he's not good because of those stats are higher. Yeah. Yeah, and he'll never. He's more. He will never be that. Type, you know, he's not going to get you like a thousand points. He might oh, do it no. like one year or two or something like that when they have a good year with somebody. He'll be. Or he'll be Sean is. Couturier type, but injured, hopefully healthy. Like, yeah, like yeah, he's not. Yeah, gonna no, no, that's the time. one thing that's been a little sketchy is his injury uh, capabilities. But yeah, he's rolling a fifty-four point seven face off percentage of the that's old. Really so he sure. Really good for a for a twenty three twenty four year old. Yeah, yeah. Twenty three. No doubt. No doubt. Um. Yeah. So like Jason Robertson, I'll bring his stats up because they're ridiculous. Forty one points in thirty five games this year, plus sixteen. Seventeen goals. Seventeen goals. Um, but not as many as Josh Norris. Josh Norris has eighteen goals, like no assists, but yeah, eighteen goals. Yep, that's insane, man. Uh, 50% face-off percentage, so when he's playing center, that's pretty pretty good for him. Uh, he's also playing close to 19 minutes, which is pretty sweet. But yeah, Neck yep. is kind of the reason I took him out. Only 16 and a half minutes this year, 22 points in 38 games. Yeah, it looks cool that you have a plus five, but like you're on Carolina, so I would hope you're in positives in a sense. Yeah, right? you should probably be a plus. Yeah, yeah, but um yeah who else do i want to bring up quick on this forward group uh another couple mentions for guys that aren't in like yesi pulley tim stutzel dude um just yeah. not good enough Lots starts to the seasons i guess like pulley maybe you could give him a little bit but uh another guy i got my eyes on is cousins and thompson texier cockney <laughs> Old Fairby, like this, yeah, under 20, this 23 and under. Like, I did not think I'd get that, that many. Awesome oh, it's so players. many guys, and like, like you mentioned earlier, with that, we didn't even put, or you didn't even put like a line air PD in. Like, those are two guys who can be some of the best scores mm-hmm. in our league, <laughs> yeah. And just to name a, a couple of the guys that are already on all star teams that are eligible technically for this team, Austin Matthews, Adam Fox. Matthew Kachuk, <laughs> Alex Dobrinkat, um, Charlie McAvoy, Kale McCarr. Like, all these guys are already all-stars. So, Miro Heishkinen, like, it's pretty crazy how star-studded uh, being, you can be uh, being 23 years old. <laughs> um, but let's get to the D, I guess. Um, yeah. I, I think I am going with it. My starting lineup for the defense is Evan Bouchard. I have him as my number nice. one. Nice. I man. love that. I love that. With, I was so close, but I didn't yeah. because, well, I have less names than you from the last ones. That's the only reason why. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I know this. I, he's gotten he's gotten great 
great stats that guy um have sammy gerard with them because apparently sammy gerard is still um a 2016 draft guy uh just that's so cool um to be who he is already yeah, as a 23 year old on defense that's so cool that is actually so cool um the other co- couple d man i got here michael sergachev can't really miss him uh, man noah noah dobson noah yeah. dobson's been oh yeah there's a lot of a lot of decent ones a lot of guys that haven't necessarily pushed proved quite yet shown glimpses but yeah looking pretty good names. this year with some injuries and stuff like that dobson definitely had to step up uh philip Fronick, uh mario ferraro uh yeah, round out my up. round out my top six there yeah. Which I was pretty surprised because I always keep forgetting that Hronik's that young. It's amazing we've been I playing know, right? for this much for like three years or something like that. And he's not even 24 yet. <laughs> I think he is 24 now because he's he's got a December Yeah, uh, I think he just or something turned like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty but much. Uh, just to bring up the other guys that are not in the lineup that are just, wow. Um, Ryan <laughs> Lilling- Lindgren playing yeah. with Fox. Uh Dante Fabro, uh, Yoki Haru, Dylan Coughlin, Jake Bean. Jake Bean plays like 20 minutes, man. Yeah, it's he's been playing intense. really good in uh, Columbus, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Hag, another one. And I, I thought I'd mention uh, Keandre Miller because yeah. there's, yeah. Flash there's is a like reason this Rangers there. team is – Yeah, there's a reason this Rangers team is that good. Just, man, those, I'm a those young worried. D aren't getting it done. I'm a little worried about their defense and like their decisions they're gonna have to make. Like if I would be, if I'm a Rangers fan, I'm a little nervous because they got too many defense prospects. Yeah, that are really good, could go where long, hey? they might oh, yeah. they might give away the best one available that isn't Adam Fox. Like, <laughs> yeah, hey. like how crazy yeah. would that be if you just like were like we could have a right side of like Fox and like this guy and then mm-hmm. or whatever and you could trade him away. Because <laughs> yeah, that exactly, suck. that hey. would be bad. Yeah, I'd be worried if Braden Schneider is traded and yep. ends up being so great or something or like that. Or Nils Lundqvist, or Keandre Miller, or Matthew Robertson, or all of these deep rods as Zach Jones. Like, I just listed no five shit. and half are in the team right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'll kick you with my goaltending as this was actually pretty simple as it kind of just fell onto my lap because there's obviously not very many goalies that are 23 and under and not a rookie <laughs> no no definitely not. so there is like literally only two and those two are mr carter hart and jake ottinger yep which uh funny enough you brought it up won't we all bring up our goalies because funny enough i put one guy's name and said the other guy was so so close to being picked um i picked carter hart though uh like i said earlier talking about philly with what he's done for how bad Philly's been, I've been just so impressed. <laughs> uh, what do you got for us, Jordan? What's your goalie? Yeah, no, it's it's Carter Hart as well. Yeah. Who do you guys are starter then, Chase? You said you got the two. Who's yeah, yeah, I got Hart. Hart, Hart, Hart as well. definitely yeah. my starter. Ottinger yeah. was, I do want to say, since none of us picked Ottinger, I was so close to picking Ottinger. I really, really was. Honestly, give me like another couple weeks of Ottinger playing good hockey, and I probably would have picked him. But 
Yeah, certainly deserves a nod at least. Absolutely. Yeah. He's Hopefully. honestly past couple games has just been the reason I was like, eh, maybe we should pump the brakes for half a second here. Yeah, um, the old Ottinger uh what's his name? Hopey got hurt there, so we should see uh maybe a Ottinger a little bit more. Uh, yeah, depending on how bad that injury actually is. Yeah, he'll play he'll play a lot. He's already played about 15 to 20 games so pretty decent for a young backup yeah yeah, also all by himself on an island so he he definitely gets the gets the nod because he's been carrying the weight and i have his uh stats here too by the way do i where in the hell is okay i'll find carhart here i was on the wrong one but I had his. He has really good stats this season, considering like I keep mentioning how bad Philly is. Like he's got like a nine thirteen save percentage or something right now. I'm just, yeah, just I'll bring up somebody. That I got it right is, here. Sorry, nine fifteen save like, percentage and a two point eight goals against on a team where he's got is nine and fourteen. Like that's so impressive mm-hmm. for such a bad losing record, and it just shows that's the team. So. Sorry to go so long on Carter Hart, but no nah, man, he 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 deserves it. He man. does deserve it There's for how much shit he got last year too, and how much shit he got last year. Like I mean, I was not that I was the best either mm-hmm. commenting on it, but yeah. yeah. Um, there is one guy that I want to bring up a little bit more on the defense. Here is uh, my last uh, four or last D man that I put in is Mario Ferraro on San Jose. So kind of the same sort of situation with like Jacob Middleton on our rookie team, kind of slowly, surely, not uh, know- knowingly just getting it done for the San Jose team. Uh, Mario Ferraro plays 23 and a half minutes a game. Don't worry, I've he's been a, noticing him. He's a he plus one. Is that defense right now. Yeah, yeah. No, he's been just exceptional. For two uh, years, actually, Mm-hmm. Last year was pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. No, I know we've talked about him before, but I thought I'd bring up yep. a couple of the stats because that's like, wow, way to go, way to yeah, go. Yeah, he's dope. I love him. Uh, absolutely. Well, should we? Should Jordan and I dive into our defense then and kind of yeah. go from there? And well, it's obviously gonna be different because you listed two names there already on your All Star game for me, so that's where it kind of goes wrong. But I got Quinn Hughes and Miro Heiskanen. Like I said. Didn't pick him on my all-starts lineups, technically, so I didn't pick him. They're the best. Shabbat's obviously in the mix. Sam Gerrard. There's lots of names, but not going to go too long on this. When it comes to under 23 and under, yeah, that's yeah. pretty crazy. And, and I already guys, had so. Fox and Makar <laughs> on my all-star team, so I couldn't pick either of them. So, I have. What do you got for us, Jordan? Um... I went with a bit more recency bias on my right hand, but yeah, on the left, it's the same. I got Quinn Hughes. Um, but on the right, I've given it to Evan Bouchard. Yeah, no, I agree I've with that. I've been Bouchard really was... impressed with him this season. So have I. Yep. He's had... been playing 21 and a half minutes, a plus five. He's got 24 points in yeah, man. 41 games. He's not 10 like goals. Almost 10 goals. Season, right, so. Yeah, he's gotten a, he's been getting a point every game for the past pretty much ten games. Yeah. Like give her if not every game, every second game at least. Dude, like, he's, he's been so fifth. good this past week. Yeah, I've been a he's, huge fan of him. He's one of my favorite Oilers. He's fifth in scoring on this team. Yeah. Says it all. Honestly, I, 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 I may even almost want to put him over Miro Heishkinen. It's just that Heishkinen's more rounded out. That's the only reason. 
Honestly, mm. now that I look at it, like I almost wonder if I should have put him in over uh, Farabari on my rookie team. Bouchard, the way he's playing and continuing, <laughs> I would almost go two right-handed guys instead. Yeah, I was just thinking, is he a rookie? Like, why? He's a rookie. I don't remember. He played a little bit last team. year, I think, but um, I don't think he doesn't show he's a rookie. Doesn't show he's a rookie. So does he play twenty? Not on and not not to NHL apparently oh. not to the NHL stats. That's thing. interesting. I don't know why he wouldn't be unless he's already. He I was must. gonna say it was like he should have been on my rookie team if that's the case, but it doesn't show him showing up as a rookie. He's played so twenty one games in the NHL in total. I think. So that must be like one game over. <laughs> something team. like I guess that my, my I didn't think it was. I thought it was twenty five games because how is Michael Bunt or how is Bunting available for it? And yeah, so, yeah, no doubt. I don't know. That's so weird. They don't, I don't know. They don't show Bouchard as. Uh, yeah, I don't stat. know why he's not in eligible for. He should be. Maybe they just messed up. They had to have because he has. He's a rookie this year. <laughs> Oh, he played overseas. Is that cancel? No, that wouldn't cancel. I don't know. That's weird. That's stupid. Whatever. We call him a rookie here. He's a rookie on the Couch on Ice podcast, okay? <laughs> Let's say it here. Doesn't um, matter. He's, an un- he's a 23 and under all-star, I guess. Doesn't matter. He is the Oilers' best hope on that right side. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe it's because he's played at least a certain amount of like seven games yeah, two, know, over man. two years like he played a, maybe maybe it was strange, two years no ago doubt. since he played like he took a break played, on uh, played some yeah he played seven games his first year and then he played didn't uh play. 14 yeah. yeah he didn't even play the next year and then he played 14 last year i wonder if there's some weird rule with that but i don't understand it he's a rookie to me he's a rookie <laughs> basically <laughs> so, stay in it um should we jump into our forwards now then? Uh since we kind of yeah. got our defense all rounded. Um cool. Jordan, why don't you kick us off? What do you got for your forwards? So on the left I've got Jason Robertson. As do I. <laughs> on the right, I've got Brady Kachuk. Okay. And down the middle I have Heesher. Yeah. Nice. I was re- I wanted to pick Heesher. Um I changed it a little bit last minute because I tried not to pick too many guys from the same team. I have one of the same team, obviously, Jason Robertson. I got Josh Norris. And I went Jesper Bratt because have you guys seen his stats this year? Like, I know. Yeah, I was like, really wow. Like, wow, how amazing this guy's been. He's 23. Like, I always yeah. forget how young Jesper Bratt is. I'm always like, he's like 24, 25. But no, he's like so young. 14 goals, 27 assists. He's one point away from being a point a game player for them. Like, that's just so good. One of the best skaters. Yeah, can't say enough. I've been trying to bring him up as much as possible. I think, from what I remember, one podcast, I think it was he was a plus player. Yeah, Yeah. he was a plus player since the last All Star break. Yeah, that's insane. That's so, so impressive. Um, Like, the only one on this team that was a plus player since the last All Star break. That's awesome. He's so good. Yeah, no, he's been he's been epic. Yeah, when I did the because when I said my starting lineup is just the Ottawa line, yeah. it was just basically because I wanted to nod those guys and yeah. then I nodded like the Devils line, but like exactly, sure. it's probably like a Robertson, maybe throw a Cairo or a Keller in there. Yeah, um, yeah, Cairo yeah. Was the name I was looking at too. Yeah, yeah. I had Cairo in my other team, so that's the only reason I didn't pick Cairo. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I'm happy I didn't put him on that team now because I can throw him on this one. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, eh? But, but yeah. And no, then obviously, technically, I'd probably take Heisher over Norris, honestly. But like, yeah, I, I thought about I, that. I, mm. But like then Norris you brought up the 18 goals. Done. You brought up the 18 yeah, goals, like, and this is his second year, and on a very young Ottawa forward, I was like, I can't, I can't not have one. And I'd rather Brat over Heischer, so I picked Ottawa center rather than Batherson or Kachuk. Um, mm, but mm. It, it, like we said, it's those top lines, those top two lines on those both those Eastern teams are make up half this yeah. team. Like they're a good team. Yeah. So I think next time we do this, we're gonna have to do this cutter one year less because apparently half apparently, the hey. league are twenty three years old here. Yeah. Like well, holy shit. No kidding. Actually, under that. Yeah. Like I, the league's just getting younger, right? It's a different time. Yeah. Like, when I was look, <laughs> when I was making up. this roster, dude, I just went through every team and just found guys that were young that I thought yeah. would be like, you know, somewhat eligible for this. Right. And I took like forty forwards and like yeah, twenty some D man, and I'm like, yeah, so definitely many. gonna have to cut this down. <laughs> like, so many shit. names. I read your I short like list. The... <laughs> I read your short list, and I'm like, holy fuck, those are all guys I might start. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Hey, like, what the hell is Nick Suzuki and Pedersen and Line you know, doing on this team? Martin Nakus, especially after what is what, what yep. Nakus did last year. Like, I know we were raving about him all summer. <laughs> yeah, I know. I talked about him being the best, and he's just not the best this year. But yeah. he does look like he's getting he will. back to it. Honestly, I think he will. Um, so. But the other thing that blew me away is looking at that 16 draft and noticing that Austin Matthews. <laughs> technically yeah. eligible for hey. this team like get the hell out of here man but yeah it's, it's like, insane cool. um like so many good young players that were mentioned everyone the league the is best. <laughs> um anyways uh let's move forward i got some other all-star news i want to talk i want us to kind of talk about the two new competition skill comps in this year's all-star game and kind of want you to hear what you guys think of it and then we'll discuss these two so first off we have the fountain face-off the discover fountain face-off challenge uh this is going to be in the middle of the fountains of bellagio eight participants will travel by boat to a rink uh, in quotations in the fountain they must successfully shoot pucks as quickly as possible into five targets placed in the water, fighting through the spray of nearby fountains, qualifying players to move to the head-to-head final. Um, so basically, it looks similar to what the uh, what was it last year at St. Louis, the where they shot from the, like the rafters or whatever into the targets. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember mm. what the hell it was called. Seems similar to that. So uh, if you go to the ESPN website or NHL, whatever, you can see a picture of what it kind of looks like. It just looks like a rink, literally, in the Bellagio fountain, <laughs> like they said. Uh, what do you guys think of this new segment? Do you guys are this new uh, event? I, mean, I think it sounds cool. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little worried that it's going to be too much like the St. Louis one because that one was kind of bad. Because it was just people shooting random pucks and missing a lot. So I really don't want to see like Connor McDavid go out to this, get five targets and miss all of them. Right? Like, I want it to be achievable. It's my biggest thing. I'll go with this. But 
I'm excited for this. Uh, it sounds like they're going to be trying to do things and trying to make this a little bit extra fun. And the fact that it's in Vegas, I yep. think we should be okay. Yeah, I, it's, like, I it think it'll be, be better. Good. I think it'll be better, but I'm still a little actually. cautious about that. That specific event might be a little <laughs> boring. <laughs> um, yeah, I was getting confused when I first heard some of the things, and it's like face off, and I was like, "Are they doing?" Like yeah, that that's what I thought. As like, as like, <laughs> yeah. is Bergeron coming to the All Star game to win yeah. this face off <laughs> event? Like, that's amazing. Um, that's what I first thought, but no. Um, <laughs> It's just facing off against each other. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I got the second one here too, as there's uh, the second segment is NHL 21 and 22 skills challenge. Uh, there will be a full deck of oversized playing cards on a rack, and essentially as a hockey, it's hockey as blackjack. So, oh yeah, yeah, you're just shooting targets, but the targets are cards, and you gotta get 21. Fewest cards wins, and the last two players who win, uh, the first and second place go to the final round to determine who is Puck Shark of the NHL. Um, so what do you guys wow. think of the gambling aspect in Blackjack? I think it's super cool. I actually really like it. Um, I, I like this one a lot more. Yeah. Me too. And I definitely think Evander Kane is like, hitting his desk wishing that he could be there wishing he played all season uh, he's like i gamble all the time i'm totally yeah, sure damn i would have killed this one. Oh, it's so funny yeah no it's it looks interesting for sure i like i said like we don't know how these will do until we actually see them at the all-star game um i have high hopes i hope everything's fun but that's all I got. <laughs> what do you guys think about this All Star game? Anything you guys want to add before we move off into some news? I think it'll be fun. Like I said, I think it'll be pretty good. Cool. Uh, I think let... like uh, they might have. Well, that blackjack one there probably was a good idea because I'm sure they can get a whole bunch of people to do it before, or unless yeah. this is just literally for well, the All Star event. But Steam, right? Yeah. Hey, like you can get probably people to like play this game all all-star weekend and stuff like that so right yeah exactly kind of a, so. kind of a cool thing i unless it's literally only going to be for the nhl guys but it might be you never know they might do a mini one set up somewhere else would be kind of cool but for the fans yeah. just to do yeah because but... this is definitely going to be sweet for being a fan there yeah like, it will we'll, be like, we'll make sure it's pretty awesome like mgk's going to i was the... yeah i was just about to add that mgk's to headline yeah. the all-star game i love machine gun kelly so that's kind of rattling to me. I never thought it would have been. Yeah, it was, but... <laughs> that's an interesting choice. Cool. That's for sure. But probably just because you yeah. proposed to what's her name. <laughs> um, and so he's relevant in the news. Um, but no. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Megan Fox. No, Dre and Eminem weren't there. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Super, Super Bowl, Bowl instead. He's in the works of a new album, so I wouldn't be that surprised too. if he's doing this as promo. No, absolutely. I'm just poking fun at the fact that yeah, he was with Megan Fox for like six weeks and then proposed, seemingly. <laughs> it was more than that, but I'm, just, I'm over exaggerating. So who knows? No, I know. Just poking fun. Um, anyways, that's all I got for All-Star Game. I'm going to move into some news around the league. Uh, just 
piggyback if you guys feel like i don't i do not have a whole lot uh, there hasn't been much going on in the past two days so let's start in toronto forgot to bring this up when i brought up the new jersey game toronto is the only team in the nhl to not yet concede a shorthanded goal this season um who was that sorry I toronto that. toronto is the oh, wow. only team to not concede shorthanded goal so far this year which i thought was kind of cool so and minnesota only has one as well it's another team I saw. Minnesota has one, and who else has one? Uh, Calgary. So those are the top three teams, the least shorthanded goals. Speaking on of Minnesota, they signed Jordan Greenway to an extension. Perfect segues. Yeah, they signed Jordan Greenway to a three-year, $9 million extension. That is a three-mil AAV. An absolute um, fucking steal. I love the contract. Yeah. yeah. That's such a good short-term deal. Um, doesn't this perfectly blend well with when their buyouts are done? <laughs> Isn't that timeline yeah. perfect? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's three years. It might be, might be yeah, four. It might be one extra year. But it might be one extra yeah. year, but still to get no, most of it under, yeah. That's a great yeah. contract. Greenway's had some really good chemistry with Felino. This year's or last year as well. I wouldn't so. be surprised. Actually, if, sorry, if no that from, that like you know what after this contract, continue to play this way and and we'll pay you good, right? Yeah. Like when we have the money. Is he young, powerful? Yeah, my bad. That so. does end. That it does, does end, end there. All their Perfect. contracts or, or their bios. Or yeah, that's that's why I thought. Um, I was thinking last year when yeah, we were talking about it quite a bit, and now that we we're actually on the first year of. The, their four seven million dollars is against their yep. cap so yeah no that's 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 100 perfect that's awesome so i love yeah i love jordan greenway like we said power forward really good power forward in the making uh hopefully can continue to make out that top six yep uh moving on to i just got a couple trade news not much else but arizona are willing to take on contracts but then again couldn't really take any less on um, saying that, but yeah. hopefully they can wanna... actually utilize their cap space. Yeah, do you guys want to do a Arizona uh, GM mode like we kind of have been like an armchair? Yeah, yeah. yeah just Maybe we can. Like, yeah, we'll... we can like take a look at the deadline and see what we all sure. kind of think they'll do out of this because I was kind of screwing around with that obviously we're we got chicken trades coming up and i always go all the way deep to see how it would work and stuff like that that got me all interested in how they can uh what's actually going to happen because they they're kind of in a tough spot they have two retained salaries already so they can only retain one one salary so yeah and it's phil castle it's phil castle They pretty much already But it's not that. for me. Interesting. Well, for them, I guarantee you it will be Phil Kessel this year. Um, he's the one they want out first. So that's where my mind instantly goes. But yeah, we could definitely do an Arizona GM mode in like a week or two podcast. Like, Hell yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we'll keep an eye out for that. That might be a segment coming out later. So, uh, But yeah, I just want to bring up the fact they're willing to take on salary and obviously this is the way to go. They need to take on bad contracts and get some draft picks. Shape doing that trend until you're... They also need uh, players for next year. Yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) They took on a bunch of one-year contracts that probably won't be the same. They'll probably (laughs) do it again. They will probably do it again. 
we need more players for next year. <laughs> yeah, we literally... I know we don't have an arena to play in next year, but we technically yeah. need to roster 22, 20 people. So, yeah. yeah Caliber, no, NHL yeah, at least. Yeah, at least <laughs> be competitive. Um, no, uh, so some trade news there. Move over to the Montreal Canadiens and... Hughes came out saying that Petrie is potentially for sale. Um, he is willing to move on from Jeff Petrie. So I found that very interesting that oh, yeah. they're so picked open up. to doing something like that with him. Yeah, picked him up in fantasy because I, I wanted him on my team before they said that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no kidding, hey? he's. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys you think? Have, of, uh, he needs a change. Yeah, he needs he to change. Definitely he needs does. to get the hell out of there and play good hockey somewhere else, meaningful hockey. He clearly now, loves doing that. So, yeah, for sure. Can you guys think of a team? He is thirty-four. He's got three years after this remaining on a six point two five million dollar contract. Jeff Petrie for Jeff Petrie. Johnny Klingberg. I don't hate that. That's Actually, an idea. I genuinely do not hate that. Yeah, it's just, yeah. That's that, that, I, I, I think heard. you need something else in there, but like, yeah. No. Yeah, you'd have to weigh it out, but like. If overall, Dallas wants Klingberg gone that bad, I think, yeah, why not? Well, if they don't want to pay him, you know, like. Yeah, like and Montreal needs, next... yeah, true. And he yeah, also uh, needs. Maybe this... it's only one year. Can't remember. Who, Klingberg? No, uh, Petrie. The Petrie Is... dish dog. His contract is three extra years after this. Oh, buddy. Yeah, six and a six two, <laughs> six, two five. five. Yeah. Mm. I wonder if they would feel comfortable with that. It, I'm, I know not, I'm not opposed to it. Seven, but I feel like you could sign Klingberg to six two five. Yeah, you should be able to mm. long term. I don't. If you can't, then maybe I don't hate it. Um, it's a little bit of a not necessarily mm, backwards step for for Dallas. Just a Maybe a lateral. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing. How do you get? What you don't you really get better. Get out Might of, get worse. Uh, what's going on with the Klingberg situation, yeah. right? Like I don't know. Probably what's better to just that. hold on to him because probably. Yeah. But with Petrie, man, there's uh, right-handed D-man. Hey, like yeah, yeah that's that's, that's exactly it. he's right-handed. Like he's it's a big contract, but he's been to a Cup final. He's right-handed. He's played top minutes. He would be a fantastic second D. Uh, send him to Toronto. On a real team. God, I was thinking Toronto too because they need a right-hand D man. Give him Muzzin. They don't have the money. They, I don't see that being an upgrade actually. Petrie for Muzzin. I think they this might sounds get... like an off-season deal. Hey, How do yeah, you this is off. I I feel this is off-season if you want full value for. Petrie. Yeah, but yeah, you'll need the you'll want the full value because like yeah, you probably could make a move uh oh, before the deadline. But yeah, do you want you, you want to make sure everybody can be in on this trade and kind of boost the price up a little bit at least instead of just yeah. taking what somebody may offer you because there's probably like one or two or three teams that can make this deal and probably you probably want more hands in the pie trying to grab at Petrie so you can well exactly look at Chikrin they weren't even planning on moving him but there's so many teams in the mix really willing to move a lot for him that Coyotes mm-hmm. don't have a choice now they kind of have yeah. to explore it or else they're stupid <laughs> like, yeah it'd be stupid not to exactly right like it's just too good to be true like there's a lot of guys mm-hmm. but 
yeah, I don't know. You got to find the right situation for Petrie. This is just sudden. Like, I, I knew Montreal was going to sell guys. Petrie was nowhere near my radar. Um, oh, yeah? No, not he really. He's too old, man. He wants to get the hell out of there. That's he's why like, he's not on my radar. <laughs> he might have, like, a couple – he might only have a couple of good years left. So that's why you got to try to see if he he can at least utilize them and help somebody. Yeah, so. but his contract's really expensive for a 34-year-old. Um, and I didn't know how attractive that is. He has a no move. Didn't know if he wanted to really hey, leave. Like <laughs> this is just Montreal saying we're willing to trade him. Like no, I is, understand. This that. is not them saying, "Oh, we're de- we're guaranteeingly going to be able to trade this guy." People are going to be all over him. So no, yeah, I, no, I, I, I get that. Exactly I'm just he was the last way. name I expected out of them, except for Carey Price, right? Like and Nick Suzuki. I expect Gallagher honestly to come up at some point. I really, I know I ex- it's not and that's another name that I expected stuff, but... before Petrie. I expected Gallagher trade rumors before Petrie again. Not that's I don't know. I I just was a little shocked that that's the one guy I they're think looking Gallagher, at potentially moving. I think they won't talk about Gallagher until like a Petrie. Now that that's come out, and then yeah. we'll hear another forward or two say, "Yeah, I do want to move on." Um, they'll probably move on then, to Foley and or it'll take those guys Dvorak. to move on and then maybe next year or in the off season we're looking at Gallagher or the year after like okay yeah get me yeah. out of here or something yeah I know but I don't know big contracts There's here big boys. contracts like, I mean, those are good guys to trade in all reality because yep. they're a little bit older long contracts if you can make that move but that's the issue keyword if you can if you can they're yeah, man, they're a tough situation with Montreal, hey? Like, mm-hmm. old Burger man really did not do well that off. Didn't leave him. But what GM leaves their team in a good spot, typically? Not many. It's usually yeah, it a bad scenario like why you're not there. Yeah, yeah. So, but, um, like, I mean, look at Pittsburgh, for example, when Rutherford left. Like, there was questions like, oh, boy, Rutherford fucked this team up for Hextall coming in. If he didn't have Crosby Malkin, there'd be trouble. But. Yeah. And yeah, they didn't so. do anything, and now they're like... And now we're like the best good. team, yeah. <laughs> so, no, exactly, so... Who knew that getting rid of McCann and Tanov was the answer? Yeah. To no. making yeah. your depth play <laughs> consistent? Is that fair? Uh, last year it was amazing, so I am I will disagree with that based off of last year. Because our depth last year is the best it's been since we won the Cup. Yeah, but I find not when you guys now. don't do well, it's because your depth is just not really producing and doing I'm, all the things I'm you need them to do. Like you know when what? you guys aren't so good, you you just don't seem to have a full full. But that's the problem. Lineup. We oh. were last year. We were so so good. We were first in the division, yeah, in the hardest division. We should have smoked the Islanders if, but Jari had a bad series. That's literally it. Came down to Jari having a bad series. Our playoffs last year. So. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So, I wouldn't say the depth is but better. Like, you guys it's more gone anywhere for like five years now. Like, no. that's, that's what I'm getting at. Is that like you're just Absolutely. a little holy at times when it comes to like your depth, and I think Mike Sullivan may have fixed it because, mm-hmm. like, like I said, you're letting go two big pieces of your bottom depth, and then. It it hasn't hurt, you know. Yeah, and absolutely. I think that's I think that's the progression you need. There's also for, a name I think that, that gives you hope, right? Yeah, now. you also so have like actually win to a t- cup because, like, let's be serious. You guys are trying to win a cup. Not yeah, just oh yeah. Be yeah, a good team. No, we're trying to win absolutely. And a big name that like you're asking, like, well, how did your depth get so much better? Well, one name, Brock McGinn, um, instantly yeah, makes us so good. Same with Tanev. Like he was the that replacement worked fit like mm-hmm. a glove. That's the difference of it. 
Um, for sure, man. But, and I love old Matthew. Yeah. Or I love both so guys. Good. They're both absolutely love- and brilliant. But yeah, anyway, sorry, Penguins tangent. I got one more news in the NHL and then one Olympic thing quickly. Uh, Colorado news. Caudry is seemingly set to hit the open market is what everyone is predicting. Uh, I just found this interesting because I understand why people are talking about it because it's going to happen this summer. Like it's, it's reality. Like there's a chance he hits true reality, but no, the opportunity that he's a free agent this year. Yes. That's reality. So I'm trying to say not that he's going to leave that you have to worry about contract for next year. Yes, you do. I don't know why people are so persistent that he's leaving. Like, okay, I, I understand yeah. no he's. I, I understand like why it's gonna be difficult. He's gonna want a lot more money than that Colorado has. We've seen people take discounts to stay on a good team, lots of times. Yeah, and lot, honestly, lots. If you guys don't sign Burakovsky, like you have lots of money to do. Yeah, they do. Like so. they will have ten million dollars to spend with Kadri and Burakovsky's money off. So if one of them doesn't sign, it's ten million dollars for one player. Yeah, like it's kind um, of a shitty to lose Burakovsky. It will like, be if you could keep both. That'd be amazing, honestly. But I just want to know what you guys think about Kadri leaving. Like, obviously, Chase sounds like you don't think he's. I don't like it. I don't see why he would. Um, he I don't. Like I don't either. Weird thing. Like That's... he was, he, he was like the heart and soul. He seemed like he wanted to be a Leaf forever and shit yep. like that. Like he doesn't seem like one of those guys. He doesn't like, like moving on. I'm. I'll take the big paycheck like he definitely wants to win a cup like 100 percent. yeah yeah um so for sure and the reasoning uh another reason bro so there's a couple teams that were thrown out there and the biggest one that has been thrown around where don't hear me wrong i'm gonna shut it down right away because it's pittsburgh it's not happening (laughs) i love codry i think he's having a great year pittsburgh's not getting them unless malkin leaves yeah, dude, I'm hearing a lot of stuff about the Flyers. The Flyers give the money really to all want these him guys to. that are, yeah, like Goudreau and all these guys that are UFAs. Yes. It's like, yeah, go ahead and start the trend of come to our team. We'll overpay you and ruin the rest of your career and our team. Like, yeah, the yeah. Flyers, Jesus Christ, they're just oh, going to yeah. be that team. Like, don't be that team. It never no. works, guys. It now, never is going to work. But, now, saying that with Kadri, I don't hate that. <laughs> Kadri is a flyer, I think, makes them better. A lot better. Not at $10 million. No, not quite at 10 but if it's eight, That's what they're going to do. Like, that's what I'm getting at, is that they're ready to and nine, to overpay and make sure they get somebody. So if that's what they, they want to turn the... Sh- yeah, like, no. I think it's just so dumb from flyer's aspect to go out and just give all of King Midas's gold just so then you can have your one star player no what i will say because they're probably gonna do it if they're gonna do it for someone they better do it for kadri is where i'm going then if they're gonna waste their money i i would rather it be on kadri than any other ufa unless it's a top d man obviously um i'd probably actually almost right maybe but i would go kadri because when he's not scoring he's still a very very effective hockey player very effective he throws hits. He's a playoff player. He's nasty. He's the Flyers' past identity as well. That's a reason why a lot of people have been connecting this. Is, but I don't hate it, but I think Caudry should stay in Avalanche if he can. If he wants to win a cup, take a million or two million off your paycheck a year, sign a long-term deal cheap with Colorado. I think that's your best option. 
Yeah, exactly. Like he's what? almost thirty, like, so like you can probably give him like a seven so, million yeah, hear, eight year contract. Like I, I don't see why he would say no to that. Well, I was just know? about to say, would he sign a six and a half for eight years? I, I know I that think seems he'd be like okay a little something or not. Like I'd, if, I'd say seven. I just said yes, seven. So yeah, I exactly. Like, so you do that somewhere. So why why not? I think that's what you offer him. I know he's. I understand he's thirty one right now, and eight years takes him to thirty nine forty. But if you do really want to keep him, try and win these next five years, then don't hate it. <laughs> so, so who are you replacing him with? That's that's the, that's the other question after fact. Like you don't have a second line center behind Kadri. Yeah, to like I'm hearing they really want uh, Giroud, but like I don't see that as a long term solution. Do you, take, do you trade Giroud for Burakovsky and then you can? Mm. Sign now that I might... and a, some other guy, and then you don't Ooh. have to give Kadri too too much money. Like it's kind of sketchy, man. Man, you saying like, the Burakovsky for Giroud to go in a way? I really Giroud yeah. does need to get on this team. It'd be yeah. so awesome. It's Colorado or Boston. Like Giroud needs yeah. to play with one of those teams. I want to see it. It'd be so much fun. They need him so bad. Yes, they do. Yeah, I don't know. Left-handed players on this team. It's gonna be tough. Other it's gonna be so McKinnon. so tough. Tough times for Colorado. Yeah, Lots of money Kadri, to deal with. Kadri stirring the pot. 31, actually. He should yeah, take six and a half. Yep, for eight years. He's got to understand that, like... Six years? Six mil for eight years? Year, but, Honestly, like I don't I see said, why he wouldn't take even less than six and a half for eight years. You're being contract to your 40. Yeah. And, like, even five million mm-hmm. at eight years is the stupidest amount of money. Yeah, <laughs> like, forty million dollars. Yeah, like I think you can afford that instead of the fifty. Mm-hmm. And I mean, technically, like half of it's gone anyway. I don't know. I feel like if you really plus, he might even get less than that money wise, and if he took a seven million dollar deal for like four years, eight yeah. or nine million for four years, like yeah. So yeah, you take the long term if you can. And everybody don't don't think about Ken Holland contracts when we're talking here because yeah. those are Ken Holland contracts. That's a twenty eight nine year old Zach Hyman for yeah five and a half mil for eight years. That's that's what Ken Holland does. Not yep, nope, not exactly. what Joe Sackick's going to do. Not not exactly. We're not saying that's what he's, <laughs> he's going, not to, going do. to do. It is eight million for eight years. No, he's he not giving not eight eight. Um, maybe five for eight. Sign, but yeah, I know. He literally didn't sign Grubauer over like a million dollars. Yeah, he was like, yeah. no, I'm not giving you that million dollars for. I, that I'm not long. giving you not six, and he got it in Seattle. <laughs> so, yep. no, just uh, but that's all I got for news around the league. Uh, one other little side note to throw out there is Eric Stahl was officially named captain of the Canadian Olympic team. Kind of thought this was going to happen, but just kind of. Yeah, been waiting on that. Yeah, it's just official now. So, super cool, but. That's all we got for news and everything. We got one last segment. Should we jump into our final segment, boys? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will uh, kick this off. Chase Cowery explained it earlier. We did more chicken trades. Uh, we, we did them with the top teams that want him. Uh, I remember both your guys' teams. I can't remember which one you guys did. I mixed them up. Uh, which one of you guys uh, did, I got, teams uh, did you do? I got Boston. The Bruins. Chase has got the Bruins. What do you got for us, Jordan? What's your team that you're trading for Chicken? I am the Florida Panthers. Nice. And I am the Columbus Blue Jackets because they're like a late add to the race. So glad to add them. But 
Who would like And that's because also, I think from what I remember reading, the Rangers did that whatever yeah the rangers had was, that's no longer there from what i right remember reading possibly i don't know yeah that's um, what i heard here in the rangers are slowly like falling out of the race which makes sense i don't know why they would go all out for a chicken when they got like we just brought up their 8d prospects that are going to be good um but anyways who would like to kick it off with their chicken trade mm. You? You want Jordan? <laughs> Jordan, go for it. All right. Uh, get ready for a lot of words. <laughs> okay. Um, so, obviously, Chikrin is is the package. That is the only thing, yep. in fact, that, that Florida will receive. Arizona will get <clears throat> Frank Vitrano, Owen Tippett, Grigori Denisenko, Gustav Forsling, a 2024 first round pick and a conditional 2023 third round pick. The condition is the third turns into a first if Florida wins the cup while Chitron plays at least on average 20 minutes a, a game. Holy. Wow. There. Holy crap. Casey, yeah. Yeah, say that again. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So, Chitron. Four. Frank Petrano. Owen Tippett, Grigori Denisenko, Gustav Forsling, a 2024 first, and a conditional 2023 third that could turn into a first. Chase, what do you think? Um, it's it's a lot. That's a lot. It's I'm a trying. lot for sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely a Maybe lot. Maybe able to um, drop a prospect because Forsling's a real top D man, top four D man. I think. Yeah, he's mostly there for the money. Yeah, absolutely, and that's yeah, why exactly. I say that's why I think maybe you keep Dan Sanko or Tippett, wherever you'd rather keep. Yeah, I wonder who else is. Is there really anybody on that team that's a cap dump? Because not really. It's the Florida Panthers. It's I like the cap dumps. Yeah, like Vetrano like, makes Vedrano, a lot of definitely. sense. Um, he makes the most sense out of all Panthers, probably for cap. Because um, I'm just thinking, obviously, I think Arizona is going to ask for yeah. Lundell or Knight. That's yep. the two names that are going to be their first. And One, those are the two guys I'm saying no. No matter right. what, I am not trading these two guys. So this I is th- what I feel like is the next best kind of I package. think you're I think you're on to something honestly because you're not sense, far. Yeah. What if, I what I'm what I got into thinking is kind of the same sort of thing you're thinking is like um one they're going to want something and Arizona's going to want a defenseman back. Yeah, like they're yeah. gonna be like, like, I don't even care if you think that this is too much by giving me a defenseman to play in the NHL. That doesn't matter. I'm getting a, a player back. I can't just not play somebody because yeah. it's not that Zona wants to trade him. Like you want him, so I need somebody to replace him, and then you need to pay the first, the, the three first round picks or whatever the hell. And those uh, Denisenko, Tippett, and uh, at least not as this year's first round pick. I think this works in a sense. I think yeah. that actually can like make it happen because you have to like force them oh, to that trade... do it, and you're not gonna give them night, and you're not gonna give them yeah. that other. Yeah, I uh, think you're right. Guy, so. I think you're right. I think I, you have to. The only other name um, that I was trying to avoid was um, Samuskovich or Skovich or whatever his name is. Yeah. Because yeah, I that's... feel like I would rather get rid of Denisenko than I would him. Fair enough. Yeah. 
Wow. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to think. No, what's throwing me off the bet the worst with this actually is the force link. Yeah. Yeah. He's a free player. He's right. a free player. That is what it is. That That's is what what's is. killing me right now. I, I don't. Did the same thing. I did the oh. same thing, man. I, I gave them a, a D man for like almost no reason. I'm so struggling with they saying. No, what? Like, it's. I love the trade in itself. It's the fact that I love force link. Like, he is so good. Yeah, this I feel year. you. He has been so so amazing it's so hard to trade him when how yeah, old is he 25 yeah the guy's got 21 points in 38 games this year yeah, so that's man. pretty fucking ridiculous. like that's i wonder if it's yeah i don't know like you're not far you're you're right there you might you they would say you yes. might not yes you like arizona to me says yes you might not have the demon to give them you know what if you um, give him marcus nudavara yeah. yeah i guess if nudavara comes off LTIR, i think he's probably better um yeah, maybe you can definitely a good shout or monitor yeah. either or um maybe yeah you offer you offer uh nudavara instead yeah. of porcelain and hope they accept yeah and then I you offer monitor if he, they say no and then a be all and end all cost if you really want chicken throw in porcelain like but he's 25 that's my biggest thing and he has three-year yeah. deal at 2.6 that is the best contract like yeah. so good can't believe they claim yeah. waivers I definitely like i mean obviously florida would prefer to keep him so yeah oh big time i wouldn't be i wouldn't be opposed to throwing in nudavara and maybe some more picks and know what it makes it if you keep forcing it makes it so you can let Uyghur go in two years when his contract's up if yeah. you can't afford him because you have chikrin so mm-hmm. yeah i don't hate that if you're able to there's that's the only nitpicking i to say yeah yeah no the <laughs> Just first round the fourth round pick for 2024 is perfect because you're giving up just fire uh, first round picks already and tip it and yep. like Denisenko. Yep. So I wouldn't be willing to give up a this year's first round pick, honestly, if I was yep. giving up all that. I agree. Um, even if it's yeah, uh, I, I the condition makes that more manageable, right? If you yeah. win the cup, your first isn't going to be as valuable. So I'll Absolutely. put it this way Vitrano. Um, Denisenko and Tippett definitely start the conversation. All you got to do is figure out yeah. what picks and what. I, what do you need to, to add? Force yeah. if they force you to get in forcing, or if they're okay with taking an extra pick, like you guys are saying, and yeah. taking it or something. So if you, uh, it's an interesting if, trade. If you're wonder, wanting, yeah, like there's, there's. I wonder if even you don't need to. Is it too much to say you don't need the first if forcing's in instead? Because I wonder you if Forslings... You wouldn't need the second pick. You wouldn't need, need the second pick. I don't even know if you sure. need the first round pick. Honestly, I would willingly trade yeah, Forsling. I'm thinking of it this way. I'm thinking of it this way. If I'm Pittsburgh and I call Florida and they're like, we will give you Forsling, what's the most you'll give up? But I'm saying I would give up a first for Forsling and that yeah. contract easily. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. So I think that's it. That's the only thing. He's the only one that's kind of like killing me with this trade. Other than that, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a hard package. Right? It's hard. It's worth so much. Yeah. And Florida does not have the most cap space. Like you did what you no. could. You got to make yeah. room with what you got. So yeah, mine's a hell of a lot easier because my team has cap space to just bring on Chikrin without giving Arizona anything if they want. Like, yep. So no uh, Chase, you go now. You want me to go then? Cool. Yeah, you just talked yourself. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I had the money. So uh, I went similar route, but I went definitely more of the young side prospects given up for Chikrin. Uh, I got just Jacob Chikrin, and Columbus gives up 
Kirill Marchenko, a second round pick. Uh, he's six foot three. He's a big power forward. He's going to score goals. He looks pretty good. Uh, Alex Texier, Corson Coolmans, and a first round pick in 2023, top 10 protected. Marchenko, Texier, Coolmans. Yeah. Uh, top. And uh, first round pick 2023, top 10 protected. Not even this year's first round pick? Nope. Not this year's. I guess I guess Columbus is pretty bad. Hey, uh, Columbus is pretty bad. I didn't feel comfortable giving up this year's pick and how deep the draft is. I'm even willing to drop like lower, like top five, top two, protected if it's if that's really like a big. Yeah, I probably want it to be like. Okay, yeah. I'll do top five protected then. That's why I had originally. Um, yeah, I think top five makes it a lot better. Okay, I'll go top five, and then the reasoning why it doesn't sound like a lot. And I can understand where you're like, ooh, that doesn't sound like a lot. I'm going to go individual individual players for a second here. And this Kirill Marchenko, I am a huge fan of right now. I looked out. I've been poking around. I'm looking. He's six foot three, right-handed, scores a lot of goals in Russia. Or not a lot, but 15, 20 goals a year as a young kid. Like, he's 21. I just love his NHL certainty is about like six out of ten. Which isn't pretty bad. I I don't know. I just I look at this guy and I see a lot. A top six potential forward who can play with good players, win pucks in the battle at the corner. So I just really like him as an extra guy. Corson Coolman's people are talking about potentially being a second, like a third D man right side. And we all know how valuable right hand D men are. That's a big portion of my trade. <laughs> um Coolman's is solid. Yeah, and then Texier is they yeah Texier they need offense Arizona and Texier is one of the most offensively creative players on Columbus so that's kind of the direction I went it's all got every single player is under the age of I believe twenty two also in this trade which is r- insane to get yeah. three players and a first round pick under twenty two and are pretty unproven mm-hmm. like Coolman's is eighteen. Yeah, he just got drafted. Exactly. Just got drafted and like 25th overall or something for a D. I don't know. To me, I feel like that just. It, it it's was definitely for me. like it's somewhat worthy. I don't know if I'm Arizona, if I'm accepting it. Just, yeah, that's, I guess, like you can. You yeah. Can, well, but, it's it's um, also with how, how many teams are in pushing, I guess, probably could have been more. But I was also looking at it where the Brent, they were trying to get what they can, what. Uh, Minnesota got for Brent Burns a young forward, a prospect, and a pick. I gave up more than that. Yeah. So that's guess, where my mind. I guess really to. the only thing I'd probably ask for is I'd want an NHL defenseman. Sure, take two. Like I don't, I don't think I'm making a trade like this without take without getting yeah, no, somebody back. The only thing that was a holdup in my mind was that I feel like they're going to need to replace the holy leaves. Okay, then yeah, exactly. Gabriel Gabriel Carlson or Dean Kukin, whoever you want. Take yeah, no, it's yeah. so hard. Take it's anyone hard. who isn't named Gavrikov, Wierenski, and Bean, and Boquist on my defense, and they're all yours. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah exactly. Yeah, cool for me. Um, if it's that small to change, I'm willing to negotiate on that easily. Yeah, no, that's literally the only hiccup for my mind. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Texier's dope. Um, yeah, I really, I, really like I hope he can... Add. I hope he can turn into what he looks like he can turn into. And that's exactly it, too. 
Everyone has high end upside on this trade. It's he definitely sketches me out a little bit when I look at this trade, just because. Yeah, like yeah, I said, it's I a hope big he player turns into what he looks like he might turn into. Uh, but getting like a Marchenko and a Coolman's, I think. And a first, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, like, it's yeah. not bad. It's not bad. But keep, yeah. yeah, and the twenty twenty three. It's also First, like keep. I'm also probably like, not going to be a playoff team next. That's year, so that's exactly where I'm at. Like this pick. is a this pick will probably be around ten to sixteen, yeah, give or take. Like it should be, yeah, as long exactly. as Columbus doesn't like go on a big run or opposite suck. Like that's where my mind instantly goes. It's a higher pick than Florida or Boston can ever give them. Um, but yeah, yeah, and with fair like, enough. The recent. Uh draft and stuff like that yeah Kent Johnson and Cole Sillinger like you're more or less set you have Wierenski you can probably Mm -hmm. make a move like this I understand now a lot more why uh Columbus is in on this uh chicken because they have they have the foundation for a team yeah I think they've done the baby steps right they have now can they can now actually like take real steps forward and so yeah Absolutely. There's, and I mean, cool. r- realistically too, I could easily just throw in a conditional second, and I'd probably still do that. Yeah. No, I think you can make that work. I think they would but, but. work around that. I think they yeah. would do that. Uh, yeah. Possibly, I guess. And who knows the if reason? If, the, the reason I, I want put to emphasis. Is yeah. I'm not sure they'll accept a deal unless you give them like what uh, Jordan said that yeah. night. That. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Cole Stillinger or whatever, whoever it yeah, may be. Like, I get that. Maybe they want Boquist. I'm not doing it unless you give me what, you know? So, yeah. We'll, See, in my we'll, mind we'll goes, Eichel didn't go happens, for it. Right? Yeah, my mind goes, Eichel didn't go for it, so I'm not giving you a top prospect. Like, the And top that's why this trade is right? probably not going to happen before the deadline because yep. exactly that sort of reason, hey? It's going to be a... It's you will Everybody not get an A plus prospect. You may get an A, and we'll probably get an A minus level prospect. But you should not get an A plus for Chikrin unless a team is just doesn't want him anymore. Frankly, yeah, this this is probably just priming up Chikrin for an off season trade, trying to see who will offer yep, the, the most, most right now, and then they can kind of use that to for sure nope. figure something out in the off season. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you got but, for us, though? What do you got the bees doing? Because I'm intrigued with you, because you're going to have to give up the moon from Boston. Yeah. They don't really have a lot. No, they don't. And I can't give up Studnika, or else Boston fans would shoot Kill me in the you. face yeah. or something. <laughs> and also, they won't give up Studnika. So that's another thing. Um, I do have Jacob Chikrin, and I have another guy coming back. Johan Larson. Uh, coming back for the old yeah. playoff run. Um, in all reality, I've I've kind of fought myself on this trade several times, but I think I'm de- I'm deciding to go with the one that I have Johan Larson in with it because I got five pieces going back to Arizona. Starting off with the obvious uh, Jake DeBrusque <laughs> yep. in every trade. Um, but yeah, Jake DeBrusque, Mike Riley. I have Euro Vagonainen. Zach Senjansson and this year's first round pick. So I'll break it down as basically Zach Senjansson, probably worth a thirdish round pick nowadays. Um, he's more or less for uh, Johan Larson. Um, I thought Arizona 
would win that trade in a sense. So that's why I've put Johan Larson in here because I don't think Sanjansson for Johan Larson is exactly a fair deal for Boston. Really? Um, I do not value Sanjansson as an NHL player. Um, I think he is a fourth, third liner at best anywhere he goes. So mm-hmm. fair enough. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, I've never I, been a like fan said, of Sanjansson. I'll value Sanjansson as like a third round pick and i think larson i don't know if you're giving up a full third round pick for the full contract of johan either way it's somewhere around there it doesn't really matter i just felt like zona could use a little bit more but yeah the main trade is uh debrusque riley mike riley the demon and euro vacanine now we kind of talked up euro vacanine a little bit he's he's been pretty good he look he looks like he'll be a top four d man um he can at least help replace uh chikrin right now same with Mike Riley. Um, the reason I'm taking on a whole bunch of random guys is the direction that I can take this with Arizona. Because now I have Jake DeBrusque, who's going to play with like Keller, my best players, and probably uh, produce and do quite well. And I can use him for a trade chip in the future. I now have Mike Riley at $3 million for the next like several years, uh, a couple years, I believe it is where he can be a deadline uh, sort of guy at the end of his contract where I can snag something uh, decent out of him. You know, he might be able to trade him before. He's good enough. He's worth that $3 million uh, contract. Like, that wasn't an unfair contract. Yeah, exactly. So so the point of this trade was to, yeah, I didn't get um, any high top-end prospects exactly other than maybe your Euro back in Einan um, and ish Jake DeBrusque. But uh, you do get the 2022 first round pick, which let's kind of be serious about Boston. Even if they made a move like this and went out and yeah. got a Giroux or something, like they yeah, might win the first round. They shouldn't like, win second round. Yeah. Like I they're don't. not going to probably go deep the first year. But So it'll be like yeah. a, a low 20, high teen, maybe. Yeah, pick. like a 16 to 20 pick, probably. But 16, who knows? 22. How, yeah. Who knows where it'll end up. But. Yeah, no, you got DeBrusque and Riley as trade chips in the future. Eurovac and Einan is somebody you can build around. Uh, Zach Senjansen, you have, you're going to need players to play. Um, you can actually give him the chance to play and find out what you can get out of him, probably get the best out of him. And, yeah, like I said, you get that first-round pick as well, so a little bit extra. Like, It's not very, very much. In the last draft. Uh, Gunther. Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought it was Dylan Gunther. Because I yeah. couldn't remember if it was a forward or a D-man. Because yeah. I like, I like having that, that D-man there. The OEL trade. Yeah. No, I definitely Gunther. like it. Because I like having that, you know, you have Gunther for your future, and then now you also have a defensive prospect you can really set your eyes on. Yeah, I don't yeah, mind okay. it. If, if I'm looking, this is the problem with Boston. This isn't even your fault. Like, they just don't have enough, frankly. Yeah. I look at every other team. I'm like, well, why wouldn't I accept Florida's? Why wouldn't I accept Columbus's? When you're saying, your thought is, which is a good thought. Like, it's definitely a good thought if you're Boston mindset. Like, we'll give you these players. They're young now. They're younger, but they're playing now, and you can trade them for more later. Mm-hmm. If I'm Arizona, <laughs> I say, all... why don't I just go to Florida and get a better D-man now and prospects are better now? 
right? Yeah, exactly. That's the problem with Boston, though. It's not your fault in making the trade. Exactly. It's, they have it's nothing. Whoever can pay the most is going to win this sweepstakes. Yeah, like this is yeah. this and is the I, issue. Like I'm, I was yeah. just comparing the under- trade to players and. And I understand that, and that's why it's so in, hard to do. In my trade, um, as Arizona, I'm looking at it as uh, the the long game, the future yeah, game. Because yeah. like Where one, you already you can already, already increase. Yeah, exactly. Like you already have enough picks and crap like that to, yeah. to get, get everything started, you know. And adding another first round pick, like actually, what I did was. Um, like you could just you, you now have three other first round picks that you can trade up for um, and get maybe one of these the top 10 in this draft are supposed to be pretty damn good so maybe mm-hmm. you can snag two of these guys that are just so so awesome and really change your team around quite quickly and like I said with Riley and DeBrusque like you can package these guys or get pretty good value I would think out of them and they help your team right now I, I don't I think you're getting positive things out of Zach Senyanson, DeBrusque, and Riley. I don't I don't think their value would fall down on this mm-hmm. team. So that's kind of where I went with that. It's definitely like you guys are saying, like these guys don't technically have enough, but no. if Arizona wants to play the long game, I think this isn't this isn't really a terrible idea. I think you no, can I definitely agree with I that. I think you can maximize this. because um, in all reality, maybe you can retain uh, DeBrusque or something like that for a playoff team, or Riley retain him for a playoff team, and you're getting an easy another first round pick. But that's in like a year or two or whatever. So you already have several first round picks. And yeah. I just think can I one here. they do need players to play, even though they're not great and they don't want to be great, but you still need to field a team, and you can use these guys to create a better team or package these guys for. Say a JT Miller or whatever. Yeah, some guy I'm. Uh, really want. Here's what but, I will say. Like I, the idea of that is a great concept for a trade because it makes a lot of sense, and it does. And I don't know why other teams don't think of it in a way like that too. Now on the mm-hmm. dip, on the flip side, as I just compliment how you make the trade, Arizona is the last team in the world. If I'm the GM of that team, it's the last team in the NHL I would ever be willing to take on an NHL player now to try and make them better for more value. Because we've seen how many players go through Arizona, even when they were decent, and not be good. Unless they're a I, Yeah, I well, have that's the other a fear that of... That's my, I have a big fear Jake DeBrusque will be worse in Arizona. Mike Riley will look like a... And it's not their fault. It's the Arizona effect. That's my only fear of it. It's Arizona. Put yeah, Chikrin, exactly. put not... Chikrin on Montreal, the the other worst team in the NHL. I make that trade as Montreal in a different way, because you know you can get more there. out of DeBrusque. You know you can out of Riley. That's what AZ can change here. You know, like they need to start getting uh, positive things out of everyone. If, you know, their AHL team everywhere. You yes. Know, like enough of this. Now, enough of this, but uh, let me hit, throw a hypothetical at you. Of, you give away out. your best player that you've arguably ever had and didn't get anything out of it. Think Arizona fans are going to stay after even that and what's going on? You need a win. This has to be a win of a trade for Arizona to be happy about it. Like It has to be a slam dunk win is the issue with this trade and why it's taking yeah. it takes so long. There's yeah, no honestly, way this is... unless teams are willing to lose this trade in the future. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for Zona to do this, it wouldn't make sense because exactly somebody would offer probably some better prospects. But yep. if Arizona wanted to make a a deal with Boston, like this is really the only way that it can. Unless you yeah, throw, unless yeah, unless you threw an Eli Shaw or a Stanley yeah, or somebody you don't want to that you don't want yeah. to give up, but you'd have to. And honestly, yeah. I think about it, and I wonder if you still have to with Boston just to be in the race, just because like one one of those guys, because they're not even the high end guys around the league prospect wise. They are to Boston because they don't have prospects. Yeah, like exactly. That's like, my issue. Just say, I right? want Lysel instead of Senyansen, and that's that's it. And well, and like that's... another team's third best prospect could be better than Boston Stanika is. Right, like is Owen? Mm-hmm. Would you prefer like Chase for you example? Would you prefer Stanika or Tippett? Uh, like, right, like that one's even pretty. Depends close. what I got situational wise. If I needed a right? pretty bad, I'd then you take, take Stanika, right? So if I need a know. winger, I'd be taking. It's Tippett, not. 100%. That's just the point I'm trying to get. It's not that far off, and Florida has a prospect miles yeah. better in Lundell. Yeah. So I wonder, if Boston yeah. has to give up someone they really don't want to. <laughs> Or two. Yeah. Or two. Yeah, I hate this. to say this again, but like I said with Zona, like it's like you could you could play the long game. Like why not yeah. take a bunch of just names? Like you could yep. maybe you can make a trade where you just snag a bunch of guys that you can pay off in the future because like you're not maybe maybe the idea is to not break the bank and get the yep. super epic guy right now. Like be patient. Like you're gonna get a super epic guy. You're a shitty team in the league. Like And that's exactly make, where they're know? leaning, right? I wonder if you want to get worse. Like, as a team. Yeah, like, like, do you need a Denisenko and a Tippett and all these awesome guys right now that are gonna make your team like good now, almost yeah. more or less? Hey, That's um, fair. which why don't they just go out and say we'll give Chikrin up, but we want your first this year and next year, nothing else? Yeah, that was why. Like, why don't you do that? Like, in, or instead of doing in uh, this give me a D man. You either give, give me, me two first round picks and yep. some some guy or something, a couple guys, you know, because I you either players. give me your best prospect or two first round picks, and no matter what, you're throwing in a D man. That's what I'm saying. If I'm Arizona, a D man mm-hmm. who's under the age of 27, yeah, would be nice, yeah. just so he can play now, but be Still there for a, be there for a bit, a, at least the three four years would be nice <laughs> if he could play yeah. or be eligible yeah. to play for Arizona. So I think because the I, reason I wanted to bring up such a slightly underwhelming trade is because I don't think it's, I think it's an option for Arizona. Like they don't need to get some Epic guy. I really don't think they do. They could, they got time, man. Like if there's one yeah. team that's got time, it's, it's Arizona. You got a couple of years before really anything starts taking off, you know? So absolutely. It, that's I, true. I, I just, I think yeah. you take advantage of that. And take advantage of the long holes, game, you know? Yeah. yeah. Call, uh, but, Call Nashville, take Askarov from them or something straight up for Chikrin. Yeah, like, do something it, crazy like that. that. Like, get something where it's like we're set in this position for the next 10 years. And, like, get a, why don't you get the a young goalie? I think was Arizona aren't likely to go for a major goalie because they always have good goalie prospects come That's up from out of nowhere. That's true. They do tend to. Yeah, like, they have, like, David. Like I know, David but they just need a, they need you know, a, like, I know. Askarov number one, like, guy. Yeah, right? Askarov could be like Vasilevsky, right? right? Like that's that's why I threw something like that out there. So yeah, I don't know. This trade is so, this trade sucks. If I'm being honest, for everyone, yeah, you gotta wonder. That's the one thing that I'm wondering with Chikrin is that like if you do go big game hunting, 
Like, yep. what are they giving you back? They're yeah, just like, right. oh, yeah, you want him? Okay, well, that's it. Yep. Like, oh, yeah, okay, that's yeah, true. I'll give you like this. Like, sure, yeah, I'll throw you a little bit of that with that. But no, like, I'm not giving you like three three pieces when I'm giving you my best piece or something yeah. like that. Like, I like Chikrin's great and all, but like Chikrin's not Victor Hedman or, no, you know, not yet, these sort right? of guys, you know? So and that's the issue is like, he's not hundred percent round out his game, but he could be the best, but he isn't yet. He's on a good contract. Like yeah. there's already uh, a lot of really good defensemen that are is as good, if not much better and yeah. probably going to be that good for the, for the remainder of their, foreseeable future like is chicken gonna take another two steps in his game and be no what i'm elite? gonna answer that in elite, a different elite? i think i can answer but, that oof. and i know why put yourself in anyone's shoes who signed a defenseman this offseason and i'm not talking <laughs> yeah. i'm not talking the pool men's and shit i'm talking minimum eight million dollars no, plus eight million plus like the like nine Taylor million Wall. yeah like well <laughs> yeah but like the the Macar contract you're looking at, you're looking at the folks, like you're looking at all these contracts nurse. and you're and nurse. And then you go, how do we fit two of the best D men in? Well, Chickren's got a contract of what? Four and a half million dollars for three more years after this. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. I think that's the reason I it's the potential, but it is the money. What he's being paid for term yeah. is why right. his term, right? Yeah, you're definitely gonna have to give up too much. That's too much for 100%. this guy, and it's—I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. No, but I don't think it actually is really. I would be—you better do you know, damn due diligence yeah. and make sure you're sure you don't want any of the guys you're giving up to lose this trade. Chicken's yeah, like, great, but yeah, because what I'm getting at is like, yeah, like get the big all-star super good prospect or whatever but like if chicken doesn't become like actually elite a like, top you're three losing, you're kind of losing yeah. are you not like if he's know? not at bare minimum your second best left-hand defenseman mm-hmm. on your team and yeah. by second best he like the guy ahead of him needs to be that type of yeah. darnell fox nerd like mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know this trade is gonna be crazy when it happens because i think we're gonna be shocked no matter what whether it's too much too little yeah. or what something yeah, something this is crazy like, is gonna happen this is the one guy other than like because like we've had duchanes and we've had people come up before and it took so long for this yeah. to happen like eichel and stuff like this is the one guy who has a good enough contract somebody will bite and give you too much for this mm-hmm. to make this playoff run right and yeah and that's right. the biggest well, thing right, right. Who's, who don't who doesn't think they'll be here soon again yeah yeah exactly right like a boston like we mentioned it's the same scenario like if think of how much the Leafs could get from michael bunting like right now because he signed to a 900k contract next year has proved he's a top six nhl forward like like it's just stuff like that like money talk money talks the best and if you there's no are... losing when this guy's on your team like that's the thing the, yeah the duration of chikrin's contract you don't lose you could give no. the guy fucking any prospect all your prospects yeah. you won't lose the next no. three years no unless you won't. like you're toronto and you give them sandine and lilligren and the robertson only... and all three of those guys get fucking our top line players yeah you know like, yeah like that's the only way you lose there's and very few you ways you're because you probably these. won the cup or good, did really good with chikrin on a toronto team or something you know like yeah yeah hey, i don't think here 
I got one for you guys. I got like <laughs> the loosest trade I just come up with off the top of my head in my life. <laughs> but I want to hear what you think because I want to hear what Chase thinks mainly because it's a Red Wings trade. What if you guys got Chikrin for like Zadina, a first, and like another prospect that you don't want or something? Oh, buddy. There would be, yeah. Niederbach. There's so many guys. Like Niederbach yeah, or like we have a, lot of a defenseman prospects that you got. That, yeah. that other GMs might actually. Really, Maybe really like. a Gustav so, Lindstrom in that deal, or a Heronic or something like yeah. Yeah, give him Nick Letty, <laughs> <laughs> smoking Nick Letty. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, no, we should, we should, we need the yeah. guy right now. Exactly, we, we, like, we should do that. Like, that's enough. Like, like that's I, the best I'm part about Chick. The best part about Chikrin is any team in the NHL could trade for him, and it's a good idea. Yeah, exactly. We've never seen yeah. a player like this. There's the only players in the NHL like this are the players like McDavid and like Crosby, typically. Like the obvious best players in the league, and you're gonna win the deal. But like, every team could deal with Chikrin right now. His contract's perfect. He's a top D man. I know he's not necessarily right handed, but <laughs> still a top four D man. Very valuable. Four million dollars. Like, yeah, it's insane. So I really hope this deal goes through. I really do. At some point, I don't care who it is. I would like Chikrin traded because I want to see what. It looks yeah, like what can be get caught for him. Yeah, I want to see how close we are. Yeah, like what's the end value? Hey, what is the know? end value of Chikrin at this age with this contract? That's what I want to know before the deadline because everything changes. In yeah, that'd be cool. In a little bit, like I little said bit. with the uh, with Eichel, like his price kind of got drove down because everybody was like, "Well, I'm not actually going to give you that much." Yeah, and it well, turned I'm, out that nobody was actually going to give you that much, and it's like we oh, don't. Shit. Yeah, like, exactly. We're taking, we're taking we, this deal then. We don't hundred percent know we're going to be a great team next year. Like halfway through the year, you got a good idea whether you're going to be a playoff team or not. Yeah. Um, and this is this is Zona just pimping it out. I'm loving what this uh, GM's doing. Pimp this guy. See if somebody will fucking bite and give you way yeah. too much for him. Yeah, Why dang, not? dangle the lure, and if someone bites, you reel that bitch in. <laughs> Like, <laughs> as fast as you can like you or like you deal done sure i'll i'll trade chicken for your best prospect and first round pick deal yeah dude like uh like, yes Gordon's trade is just madness like, it is madness you don't, you, and you if someone not, not accept that you gotta accept i accept that, right? that if i'm arizona i accept that in a heartbeat because i wonder if lynch or uh forcelings better value actually than not actually for the potential of what chicken can be but he's also got two so, extra. So interested to see what Forsling would do on Zona. Two point seven million. He's crazy. making half the contract and is probably scoring better. Like I know he's not a better team, obviously, but it's just something. Yeah, I really like Forsling, so that's why I'm like instantly like yes. Yeah, and the reason a guy likes Forsling so much because they usually play Ekblad and Uyghur together. And yeah. tell me who's on the second pairing. Yeah, uh, Forsling <laughs> and uh, Montour, maybe. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right, Montour. That's yeah, right. yeah like, exactly. Hey. Exactly. So, so you can get rid of Forsling. Yeah, that would be good, hey? Holy shit, I'm just thinking of that Florida team with right, Chikrin in it. Naughty. Yeah, it would be. They're overpaying hell, but man. The, I think if you could give keep them a real chance to win the Stanley Cup, I would give them a real chance to win. I don't think they're going to win the Stanley Cup this year. No. Just be based off of it's like your first your first real time of like being the beast that you are like and you were also, really good last year but <laughs> also keep in mind the fact that Florida, Tampa or Toronto, one of those teams if they make it to the cup final or conference or wherever, they'll have the hardest run to the cup final 
in the NHL because <laughs> the East is such a wagon. They'll have to play yeah, each I other twice, two of each other, either Florida, Tampa, or Toronto pretty much, unless they get lucky with the wildcard team like Boston. But mm-hmm. And I say lucky. Um, like, yeah. yeah, it's going to be an insanely hard for any I Atlanta wonder if team. it will be, like, who gets out of that is Atlantic. basically going to win, you know, unless I, I, Carolina can do it. Yeah. I'm I'm willing, and that's exactly it. And like, Carolina is young, guys. Like I love Carolina, but what like, if they got you, when it comes when it comes down to actually in the playoffs? I, yeah, I'm a they're little a young playoff team. I'm not like, worried. Like they look so good. Nope. I guess I shouldn't say worried. Like they are so good. They looked and showed it last year and the um, year before that they, can, that they can push in the playoffs. But this has been know, three years to me. I don't know Carolina. It's been three years, four years where I'm like, this team is done everything and we've asked them to progress freddie's helping me a lot believe in this team yep because you need that goalie to be that good yeah and i i don't know i feel like they're obviously downgraded without dougie this year but i still think that they're gonna be a wagon this year but yeah they've still managed wicked good with they have the best coach too right like that kind of helps um (laughs) so anyways uh that's all we got time for do you guys have any final things to say before i plug our stuff and close out the pod no i don't think so no no i don't think so all right guys so that's it for today's podcast they'll see you guys next week or next pod on uh tuesday i believe is when they drop uh, go follow us on our social medias on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at the Couch on Ice. We are engaged a lot more on those. So tweet us some ideas if you want. Anything. Whatever you feel like. Yeah, tell us how stupid we are. We know. But it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, Honestly, I, like to know how dumb I, I, am. I would actually <laughs> be very in- – you guys should make a chart on who is the worst for us and then <laughs> – <laughs> I'll just, just put a poll. Put yeah, a put a poll out. Who who is the worst to listen to on the Couch on Ice podcast? Ryland, Jason, number, Jordan. Number one, Ryland. Two, Ryland. Ryland. <laughs> number one, Ryland. Number two, the Penguins fan. Number three, the other Penguins fan. The one who doesn't shut up about the fucking Penguins. Yeah, no. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to hear my beautiful voice again, we'll catch you guys next podcast. Bye, guys. (laughs) Peace. Peace.